welcome to the Writing on Games cast episode. What episode is this actually? Because this is this is fifteen B one fifteen one fifteen B. Yes, this is a uh, uh, you you cannot redo podcast edition. Um, uh, because th- this is the you know we 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 uh, things are just like man the the world has just gone topsy turvy and everything. As has the podcast situation where we actually tried to record a podcast. I think it was like a couple no, we, of weeks ago. We didn't ago try. Now. We succeeded. We definitely oh, yeah, recorded oh, yeah, yeah, that yeah. podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was that was an entire like three hour podcast um, that ended up it, it, like for, first off the the Skype recorder that we used to like sync everything up wasn't on, so like we didn't have anything to sync to. And Nico like powered through regardless and like managed to get you know everything kind of roughly synced up like are you know like a lot of it synced up and then partway through the editing process like what was it just like the file just became corrupted or whatever i did it in, <laughs> so, I, I normally do the thing in like one session like i sit down and just do it but that time i had to do i had to spread it out over a week and yeah by the th- the third and final session it was going to be my final, well it was my final session uh i sat down and opened up the project again to finish it and I looked and my uh, audio track snipped off at around the hour mark. And I was like, Ooh. I didn't do that last time. Like it was clear. Like I remember, <laughs> remember it when my my audio track was longer than yours by like thirty minutes almost. Sometimes I accidentally yep. like record before we start and I have to trim it. Or or, or I'll, I have a huge issue with I usually forget to turn off my side of like the uh, Skype thing or whatever. Or you know, yeah. Uh, so I usually have some extra. But then I noticed I was completely gone. Tried to find it. Tried to reload an earlier copy of the project, and uh, <laughs> nothing worked. So, like, I don't know if you call that a, a file corruption, but like, the the file cropped itself and it never came back. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh man, it yeah. So it, yeah. it's 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 weird, and you know we've had like technical issues before, but he, he, like I, I can't remember if we've ever had an episode. We we've had episodes where like halfway through, it, like something will have happened to the audio and we've just recorded like that half again but i think this is the first time we've actually just been like fuck it let's just do the podcast again <laughs> like, yeah we, um, we we had one mess up where like half of it got trashed and instead of not releasing it we i think like the next day just did it again kind of and then released that yeah. as a full project but yeah i don't think we've yeah, ever yeah. had a lost episode but now we do yeah exactly yeah yeah it's it's, it's uh so if you'd like to join uh, our Mr. Uh, podcast excavation tier, that will be $5,000 a month, <laughs> and you will get access to free, shitty, unfinished um, old episodes that are, contain irrelevant information. And are out of sync for a long time. Yeah, for, for most of it. And also where I stopped talking an hour and, t- and never returned to the podcast. <laughs> oh, God. Um but yeah, uh, and also I say to that, you know, it's just been uh, like t- you haven't times noticed are, there's times still a weird. virus outbreak outside your window. Uh, yeah, exactly, and um, that that isn't necessarily doing a lot of favors for you know my mental health or whatever. So it's you know, and I'm sure a lot of you out there as well. So you know, it's just it's it's been tougher than we expected to get into a kind of regular swing of things. Like last time. It was it, like we're we're gonna have to cover a lot of the ground that we covered in the last thing as well, no, where we totally kind of cool explained because it was so long ago that none of it even feels like retreading <laughs> shit to me. It's like, oh, what, what exactly. were we talking? Okay, I can talk about this again. Uh, 
Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, you know, like, with, with everything that's going on, like, um, you know, the last time we tried to record, like, we, I, I had just gotten settled into, like, the, you know, I'm currently locked down with um, my girlfriend at her place. Um, you know, we just figured that would be, like, the easiest thing and um, meant that, you know, she wasn't, like, on her own during all this stuff. So, uh, did that and got, you know, got everything set up. Um, I've been looking and, at other places too. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, which, like you know, is, yeah. yeah, which is kind of like partly why, you know, we've had like delays in the podcast and stuff because it's like you've had appointment, uh, you know, like uh, like viewings, apartment viewings to go to and stuff like that, which which is weird you know, in um, this climate too. It's like kind of a different. I, song I can imagine. Dance. Yeah, a lot of like show up here. I won't be there. Uh, please wear masks <laughs> and gloves. Type shit. Yeah, just like. Like fucking geocaching. Yeah, it's kind of it's kind of a good time to do it because some people seem kind of desperate, but it's also kind of like, I don't know. Yeah, it's hectic as it always is. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's uh, you know, it's, it kind of it it brings a lot of things into perspective, and you know, it's uh, I, I I don't know. It's just it's 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 a it's a rough time for everyone and stuff, and uh, I don't know. It, like you know, it just it seems like the last podcast was about two months ago now like the last one we actually released um i believe it was like march 18th was the recording date yeah if i'm going by my files that i'm looking at yeah <laughs> which which feels like it might as well have been i, I was 20 20 years ago i was 27 when we last podcast i'm 20 i've been 28 for over a month now <laughs> you've been 28 for three years now <laughs> um yeah it's it's just it's it's a it's a fucking wild time out there i mean like how how, how are things going in terms of you know how how are people in in uh you know in la kind of reacting to this stuff now that we've been in it for a few months now um i mean there's like a lot of people are just like walking around like mm-hmm. with no masks on but that was kind of since day one of this bullshit that that that's always i think that's just living in a city you're gonna have a bunch of people who are kind of clueless or don't yeah. give a shit. <laughs> I don't know. It's weird. Yeah, LA apathy I mean, like, is not good in this condition. But I, yeah, I mean, the part, well, I mean, it's, I, I think it's part apathy and part you know, both both of our respective governments have kind of been botching the messaging on a lot of this stuff. I think it's it's I like, like straight up just stop listening to our dude. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like it's just it mean, doesn't I mean, make anything that's... better. I feel like listening. To it's like that. Yeah, I mean, last time I checked, he was now taking. Like the the fucking malaria drug that that that, that has not actually been proven to have no, any just, yeah. like real effect and has kind of potentially like dire side effect. But no, no, no. Who let him knows? let him keep taking those. Um. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, it's like o- like over here. I mean, it, you know, we're quite lucky living in Scotland, I guess, because you know, in, down in England, it's been the case that you know they they've just been kind of just oh we're past the peak everyone you know like go go to work if you can but but also like they're they're trying like they're basically saying the same advice that they did before in terms of like if you can work from home work from home but now they're kind of confusing it all by being like it used the, the slogan here used to be uh, stay at home, protect the NHS, and save lives. Because it's all about you know if we can k- 
keep everyone, you know, kind of distant and, you know, re- like slow the spread of the virus, then, you know, the healthcare systems aren't overwhelmed. It's the same fucking everywhere. But now they're like, or rather a few weeks ago, they started saying, or was it a few weeks? Time is meaningless. But, you know, they started saying, okay, instead of stay at home, it's now stay alert. And it's like, how the fuck do you stay alert against a vi- like a virus that that you know is like like this none of this messaging like makes any sense and in Scotland anyway like um Nicola Sturgeon uh, our first minister was has taken a slight you know a pretty pretty sensible view with it um but at the same time it's all kind of messed up as well because you know like the the economic side of things you know like you know if 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 it were if we lived in an ideal fucking world then yes we would all fucking you know be able to lock down and just like make sure that the virus is like but, but we you know we, we we live in a society where like you know the economic side effects of of this shit are now kind of becoming quite apparent to a lot of people i think and it's like that that's a problem of the economic system that puts you know like the economy before the health of its workers and stuff. But man, it's it's, it's just just kind of feels pretty pretty overwhelming at times. And it's uh so I don't know. It, like there was a point at the beginning of it. Like it, it like I feel like the the kind of the for me anyway the this the the feelings of it, like it, it comes in waves of like you know there'll be a period where I'm like, you know, this is, I, I can use this time to be like, um, you know, like move, like you do, do things with the channel and focus on it in a way that, you know, like I have, you know, like obviously it's been a focus, but it's, you know, before it was like, I was trying to, you know, expand my horizons as opposed to like sitting in front of a screen all day, you know, writing and editing and stuff. And now it's like, well, I guess there's not really much else I can do. So I might as well like go full force into it. And there's, times of inspiration with that and like kind of right now at least um you know i'm still enjoying working for the channel but it's like it's just it's hard to find the motivation in a lot of ways it's just it's all very um the the man on the street edition of writing on games will have to wait until uh the lockdown <laughs> is over <laughs> so uh what do you think about killing seven i'm just going up to old men at pubs <laughs> exactly yeah um does in the name of Harmon mean anything to you sir um (laughs) uh, yeah i I don't know it's just it's it's a it's a really weird fucking time and uh i don't know it's like i I have been like i've I've weirdly been inspired to make music in a way that i haven't for a long time like for before all this I was like pretty jaded on music after doing it for so long and everything, and now I've actually just been. That's the cycle kind of, with making music, though. Yeah, yeah. It's well, the I Sonic guess, like, cycle, well, but with yeah. your your creative output. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You tell yeah. yourself it's going to be great, man. Next time, this next one's going to be the best, and then you hype yourself <laughs> up for it, and then it comes out, and you're like, "Oh, that one was shit," and then you go, "Nah, next one's going to be great," and then. Well, <laughs> you the, just keep the thing, the, the thing is, it's like obviously it's. You know, I I I I know a lot of like musicians and stuff who are really gonna be struggling with this because I don't think that gigs are gonna be happening for this year at least. Um, and 
like that is going to fucking cripple the live music industry it's going to cripple a lot of like the venues and stuff like that like i i feel like coming out of this there's there's not going to be many opportunities to you know to to go see live music or whatever the thing is coming into this or you know like in the run-up to this I fucking hate playing gigs. Like, I can't... Like, I... You know, I, I enjoy, like, playing with my band and stuff, and it's all, like, nice and fun, and, uh, you know, it's, it's fun to, like, make noise with people for half an hour, but, the re- like, everything about fucking playing shows sucks so hard, and it's like... And now I'm like, okay, well, I guess I can just, like, make music and not have to even worry at all about any of that other shit. Like having to play gigs or whatever so it's like for me i'm I'm like all right like cool this is i'm actually like i, I the, the 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 weight has been lifted of having to fucking you know go places and hey em- embrace one of the best bands of all time never even played a show so, it, honestly hey. man like if, if 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 more bands did the fucking thing where it was like they they just record shit and just never play fucking shows. Like if that, hey, I would until recently love that, it if that was American football. Kind of, they were just like a college semester band, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Totally. And then they got, they they got pinned on legendary status in post. <laughs> like, and they're like, wait, what? Okay. Yeah, I mean, well, like, but that's the thing is, you know, I'm I'm, I'm making stuff and I'm thinking like. At the very most, it would be nice to like get into a practice room with a bunch of people and like, oh, I just want you know, a practice room. I want my own practice room. I want a place where I don't yeah. have to worry about leaving my drums there. I want a place yep, where yep. I have the key, and if someone says, "Can I bring people over?" and I can say no. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, so this is actually an interesting thing. The the in in terms of you know speaking of speaking of that kind of stuff, it's 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 gotten like this whole thing has got me pretty kind of like aspirational for the most mundane shit it's like i'm I'm thinking to myself now man i really fucking love a garden right now (laughs) like you know i couldn't give a shit about garden like you know a year ago (laughs) like but now i'm like oh you know i could really do with just like a nice spacious bit of outside to call my own (laughs) it's like um I, I I don't know. It's it's this this whole thing's kind of brought a lot of stuff into perspective for me, um, and uh, yeah, I don't know. It's, yeah, it's um, but I mean, you know, there there have been some some interesting things with it in terms of like I mean, obviously, you know, there's there's been more opportunity to kind of play games and stuff. But actually, the more interesting things to me have been like my girlfriend and I. Um, we we just finished. Well, we had we, we we still got Hobbs and Shaw to go, but we just finished working our way through all the Fast and Furious movies. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> and hey, you're not watching those Bitbusters copies, are you? They, those are for the fans. <laughs> well, no this this is this is like this is giving me a newfound like th- th- these these prizes that you 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 might dear listener you might listen to this and think oh fucking Fast and the Furious no this is this is quality stuff we're giving away here. The Fast and the Furious franchise is something to cherish. Um, it, 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 is, it is dumb as fuck. It's like, it's so fucking stupid in so many ways. And like, I, I, like how, how many, have, have, how, how many of them have you seen, Nico? Uh, God. 
I feel like I've seen a fair deal of them, but it's been spread out over like two decades. <laughs> so it's, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, <clears throat> definitely saw three the most because that was a my friend pay per viewed that and we watched it like three times in a row. <laughs> I'm not sure why. Um, and then I definitely have seen the first one. Uh, mm-hmm. I feel like I saw the second one, but totally thought the second one was boring. Like as a kid. Yeah, um, yeah. I don't think I've seen any of them with the rock in it. I thought I saw... So... Is Fast and Furious the fifth one? Or is that the fourth uh, one? Yeah, yeah, so... Oh, no, yeah, wait, no, that's so, Fast Five would be the fifth one. Fa- fast, yeah, so Fast Five, there was... So Jesus they have, Christ. They, they, have fa- the, they have the Fast and the Furious, they have uh, Too Fast, Too Furious, they have Tokyo Drift, then they have Fast and Furious, which is Fast and Furious 4, then they have Fast Five... Then Fast and the Furious Six, then Furious Seven, and then the Fate of the Furious. The eight. Oh no, <laughs> the Fate of the Furious. This is so dumb. Um, uh, but yeah, and and the thing is, like, so you know, if if you haven't watched any of the ones with The Rock, then you haven't watched the ones where it gets really fucking stupid. So like, I mean, obviously it's really dumb up to that point, and watching. Things like Tokyo Drift and, uh, you know, Too Fast, Too Furious that were produced kind of early to mid-2000s. That is like a snapshot of that that whole kind of, like, cyber aesthetic. Like, not, not like the cyberpunk thing we, we think of now, but like, it, it was... Like John Wicky, kind of? The way it kind of gets all, <sighs> like, well, I don't know. <laughs> Do they get like well, that? So, not, I mean, not no, as uh, no, not as by. I don't. I can't, can't imagine the Fast and Furious movies pull off by lighting, but like, like <laughs> no, is no, it kind of so, that so, kind of weird world where it's like vaguely maybe futuristic, but not really in the newer but, ones? Or what, what? What I mean is, is, is it like the early Fast and Furious films are like the the they think they're in the future because they have like flip phones and stuff. You, you, know, you know, I mean, it's like, oh, this, like, and the, like the the GPS that they've got is, you know, it's got like a, an anime girl that's, or you know, it's got like a a babe or whatever directing you and stuff like that. It's, it's like that kind of fucking daft shit. Um, uh, and like the CGI is so fucking crap, and it's brilliant. Um, uh, and then once they get the rock in, like. So actually, Daddy's first, like, go to work. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, so like, so, to, so there's Tokyo Drift, and then there's like two or three prequels to Tokyo Drift. Tokyo Drift is the far flung future, and you need to figure yeah. out why uh, that one guy gets killed in the fifth movie <laughs> <laughs> by yeah. watching this uh, third movie where he's like a background guy who goes, "Yo, what up?" So then. <laughs> Exactly, and then he becomes like he becomes like one of the main guys he's in the fucking Vin Diesel's the crew. Series. <laughs> he's, he's the catalyst like, to the main events. He's he's how revenge gets. To, he's so, weird. so so like yes, in in a, in a way, uh, it, it, I, you know, Han uh, Han's presence in the series has maybe been overstated, or his his, his importance to the series has maybe been overstated by um, some uh, some. Jeff Gersman-like figures, shall we say? Um, but uh, they're, they're trying for something, though. With the with like I don't know, like the, the 
Is, what is the movie where that guy gets killed? I don't care about spoilers for Fast and Furious. <laughs> right. So so Han dies in. Uh, I'm I'm choosing my words very carefully here because F the trailer for the new one. <laughs> oh God! Is this a is this a pre Han death timeline where we're in in the new one? The, the 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 trailer for the new one has Han in it. <laughs> it's like is this is B H or A H before Han or after Han. This is- <laughs> well, so, so, so this is after Han, but he's back. <laughs> Han is back. It's, it's like this, and so, but after, so after the Rock comes in, they start veering off from like street racing into like in, into like Mission Impossible level shit. Yeah, that's like, what it looked I, like I, in the trailers. Like everyone was on harnesses and shit. And I'm like, yeah. wait, what happened to the cars? Like. Well, you know, like, well, so the the very first film, they're fucking stealing DVDs, like, or stealing DVD players, and then... And for the time, that was some hardcore theft, though, because, like, DVDs were hot and expensive. And then in The Fate of the Furious, you've got cyber, like, like these terrorists in, in an undetectable fucking plane... The fact that the word the- terrorist even factors into... <laughs> it's hilarious. Like, like terrorists, it's already goofy and, and, enough for that series. And you've got Mister Nobody, who's played by Kurt Russell, who <laughs> runs who runs this kind of runs a, a sector of like the fucking FBI or something like that. They bring in Vin Diesel and his crew um, to to use the the tracking device that the FBI has that can trace anyone at any point. They need to use that to to get to get this cyber terrorist but also the cyber terrorist has gotten to vin diesel beforehand and has who's played this, is he like this, an android like, is, a, like no no like, so, so, so like they brainwash uh, <laughs> like well, well well so 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 the fate of the sense. furious so so the fate of the furious Vin Diesel and um Michelle Rodriguez have just have, have like the family has escaped the 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 fucking daft bullshit that happened at the end of is she, Furious is she 7. allowed in the series again at this point or is she fired again because she's always in it she's always dipping in she, she, this fucking well, so, she's always getting DUIs so, IRL and then, and then having to like so leave is, and come back so the thing is with with you know the hand coming back thing in Fast Nine. That is something that they've set, they've set a precedent there where there was a film where Michelle Rodriguez was in. I think it was Fast and Furious Four, uh, or it was so it was Fast Fast and Furious Fast and where Furious Michelle Rod- Michelle Rodriguez is in that film for like five to ten minutes maybe. Then she dies, um, <laughs> and then in, in a post credit scene in the next film, I believe they reveal that she's actually still alive and then she has amnesia in in fucking Fast and Furious 6. Uh, why, <laughs> why the fuck is this just Kingdom Hearts? Like, why is... Like, <laughs> like honestly, dude, like, if you like this, I think you're just going to be, like, loving Kingdom Hearts because this sounds like just, like, the exact same level of bullshit that's got like, what? Uh, who did what? what why are you here? i mean maybe like who who fucking knows like i, I if, if i get like far we'll enough into kingdom hearts which i don't know if i'm gonna be able to fucking do but like do it. <laughs> i gotta i gotta but, seal the door to darkness i, don't know, I can't do it in diesel, <laughs> but that'd be fucking hilarious oh god uh, uh, well so also in in uh, so paul walker sadly like very sadly died during the filming of furious seven 
um and not like so, during the filming but while well, it was like yeah like it, it, <laughs> like I, not I, on was, set I, I think, but like no 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 yeah yeah so yeah like during like while 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 furious 7 was being made in a fast car Paul, related accident though which i always kind of found weird yes yeah like, also we do and, not condone fast drive like he he that motherfucker was driving too fast like it was very sure don't beat around yeah, that much. yeah let's don't do like that. 100%, don't, be, don't do what yeah. paul walker did uh, yeah, and and, there, and I think there's a good reason that they took fast out of the title of Furious like, Seven. He was, <laughs> like yeah, he was driving like a, his fucking character. Like <laughs> I'm not kidding. Like there's like a shit ton but, of reports on it. It's like what the fuck, dude? What were you doing? Yeah. The thing is with that whole thing, th- 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 that's actually quite a good way to sum up like the charm of this series, where it's like Paul Walker throughout that series is consistently what like one of the worst actors I have ever fucking seen and and like furious 7 they like take it to like like you know it's it's you can tell like they have like stitched together this fucking thing where they they, like they they actually got his brother in to like fill in some of the roles uh, uh, like basically was that yeah 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 (laughs) (laughs) yeah (laughs) sitting on that joke for five years all right (laughs) uh but you know like so so furious 7 like they clearly they filmed a lot of it and then they had like the start of the film where they hadn't filmed a lot of that stuff yet so there's a lot of shots where it's like they're talking about paul walker's character but they're not showing paul walker and everything and it's like like, dip out of the shot like is it like like Vin enters a kitchen and there's a guy bent in into the into the fridge and he goes, "Hey, Paul." And then the guy goes, "Hey, Vin, well, it's, get the it, soda." And then well, it's it's, it's like you you will see a lot of you'll see a lot of shots of like the back of Paul Walker's brother's head. <laughs> it's like yeah, dude, um, you got to, I can't like, like well, yeah, can't blame like, him in this situation. Yeah. It's kind of But that's the thing, right? So Paul Walker like like I say Paul Walker is like one of the worst actors I have ever fucking seen. Like Every single line he delivers is like the most fucking deadpan shit. Like you know, it's like, oh, we gotta get the we gotta get the oil tanker. Like you know, it's like, oh my, oh my god. Like you know, like as they're traveling, wider Ethan Hawke. Like he somehow outweighs yes, yes, yeah, like one hundred percent. Like it's and and he is he is so bad. Like but and and Furious Seven, his final, the final film featuring Paul Walker is like the most fucking stitched together. You know, like patchwork thing ever and they have a tribute to paul walker at the end of that film that had both me and my girlfriend in fucking tears it's like it's like it's 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 so dumb it is like it's so dumb and me and my girlfriend like, I, cried over the fastest <laughs> movie <laughs> like but that's the thing man it's like he was the worst fucking actor ever but you know what he was fucking family (laughs) you ride together and you die together god damn it exactly (laughs) we live we live life a quarter mile at a time did that barbecue Um, in the very first movie mean nothing to you (laughs) (laughs) it had a whole place of good looking food like this is the thing as well every fucking film ends with a fucking barbecue Is, it, is, it, is Vin's goofy, cool ass car that's at, that we drove by at Universal Studios in the series for all of them? Yep. Okay, that's good, that's good to know because he makes a huge deal out of that car. <laughs> there, there, the thing is, though, there are so many like things like so in <laughs> like so Furious Seven like 
I think that's Superior 7 is like the ninth highest grossing film of all time like that film (laughs) is one of the most popular fucking films ever made it is also a film where I'm like okay so Kurt Russell's getting Vin Diesel and his crew to get this fucking tracking device so like so that they can get the guy that apparently killed Han who killed Han out of vengeance for Vin Diesel and his crew killing that guy's brother in the last film in Fast and Furious 6 um and like is so and, and like so this guy is chasing Vin Diesel and his crew and like is relentlessly chasing him as in like the fucking track he fucking tracks them during Han's funeral and stuff like he is he is on their fucking tail and then how do you track Kurt someone? I mean, wouldn't you just go to where the funeral is well well that's the thing well he, well he's there you know like oh, he, he's like when there be a pamphlet when this be an obituary <laughs> in a paper like, <laughs> like he, he like so this is jason statham's character by the way this is uh shaw he is on their fucking arses like the, the entire time like they cannot escape this guy but they the filmmakers needed to have the plot where they like they needed to have this fucking tracking device that the fbi wants so kurt russell says to vin diesel and his crew you know like vin diesel goes so what's in it for me if i get you this tracking device and kurt russell's like you can get shaw and it's like or you, you can find shaw and it's like shaw will find you like shaw has no trouble at all finding you like this whole plot point is moot because it's not like he's trying to escape you he is like following you this entire film he's making his presence known at like very fucking random points then in fear the furious he fucking returns and he's now on their team because it's like they need to unite against a fucking common enemy and I'll then only be your friend like... if you got a guy named hobbs on your team <laughs> so we can have a spin-off well this well yeah exactly it's like well so so this is this is a guy who in the previous film hobbs and shaw were like you know fighting each other you know and and like hobbs ended up in the hospital because shaw fucking threw a grenade at him and shit and blew him out a fucking window and (laughs) just a trip to the hospital not death (laughs) (laughs) well this is this is the rock who at the end of furious 7 he he's so he's out of commission for like the entirety of furious 7 right up until the final climactic battle where he looks out the window of his hospital and sees sees the fucking the the towers collapsing and stuff because they're like the terror are fucking blowing up buildings and shit and he's like oh well it's time to go and he looks at his fucking the cast on his arm and he literally flexes yeah. out of it it's the only scene i knew about from this movie that's the only scene i like just, just like that's perfect <laughs> why don't we just give the rock his own whatever the fuck he wants like superhero movie series where he just yep. does shit like what I'd watch like well, eight of those well, movies, be, like be, because because that is the later films in the Fast and Furious. Series. I'm just saying, like, like he's clearly like we keep putting this guy in movies, and he's always like stealing the show with his goofy assness. And it's like, can we just yep. give the Rock like a vehicle and just leave him in there? Like the the, the the so the funniest like so this 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 series has like major problems in terms of pacing throughout all of its fucking films, where it's like the films needed to be two hours and 10 minutes in length always like you can tell it's like this fucking a marketing team was like right this is the exact amount of value that customers want for their money this is the this is the amount that people will spend their money on and it's like so they had to like in 
all these films, without fucking exception, if they were like half an hour shorter, they would be like perfect fucking action films. As it stands, there's like a point in the middle of all of these films where my girlfriend and I were looking at each other like, wait, what the fuck are they doing now? Like, what's going on? <laughs> but before, That's never but, a good sign in any movie. you just but, like, but, uh, oh. <laughs> well, yeah, but then, then they would just like slam in one of the fucking, like, an ever-escalating, like, complete bullshit action scene. Like, it, it's... And so this is the thing. Fast and Furious Six for me is actually the best in this regard because the team has to stop a plane from taking off on like an a, a runway that is comically long because this fucking scene goes on for like fifteen fucking minutes where they're trying to stop this plane from taking off and it's like on this plane they're like having punching fights and people are getting fucking harpooned out this like this this thing and like cars are hooking onto the wings and they're getting swung around like a fucking you know like a, a swing ball or whatever and then Gal Gadot's in these fucking movies I didn't realize that and she like Pretty her character one? yeah 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 wow I didn't realize she like did well, shit I, before Wonder Woman <laughs> like, yeah, like, yeah honestly it, like, I thought it, she was like a like a, a rando pick for I, I thought she was like picked out of the air but yeah, I, I, like I was just, I was super fucking surprised to see her when she made, I can't remember what film it was. It was like, it was the, it was the one after Tokyo Drift, I want to say, but like, it was um, like this fucking plane scene. They have Vin Diesel in one of the funniest fucking things I have ever seen in a film. Like I had to stop the fucking film because I was in tears of laugh, laughter. Like Vin Diesel is fighting this like big comically hench dude and he, like they're punching each other on this plane and then it's like they cut to slow-mo as vin diesel takes a running jump and does like a dolphin dive headbutt into the guy <laughs> like just jumps and then like head first into this fucking dude i'm, I'm like, literally typed in vin diesel headbutt and <laughs> i'm happy to tell you people listening that if you just literally google vin diesel headbutt the very first video thing that pops up is a youtube video 27 seconds long it says the best headbutt ever and then in, and then in quotes, it's the dolphin headbutt from fast and furious so I'm if you press if, if you if you press three on that video which i have done many many fucking times it will take you to the best fucking point in the entirety of the fast and furious franchise i just gotta i gotta see the 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 the, yeah, the, yeah, the, yeah. the, the art piece in full form <laughs> <laughs> and even even the, the clip i'm watching goes one more time and then replays it <laughs> so good it's so fucking good <laughs> oh my god if you smash three it like his face looks fake yeah it's not even is that a stuntman i i i don't know it's like they cg'd a stuntman but you can see the beginning pre-cg it's like they forgot to go <sighs> frame and there there are so many great vin diesel moments where it's like something like that <laughs> that's magic so magic is like the key fucking word in so much of the fast and furious there's a bit i can't i is it is it fast i think it's i think it's that same film where it might be that or or fast five where they're like driving along and they're on they're on a motorway they're getting chased by a fucking tank and like 
and Vin Diesel is on one side of this bridge and there's like a fucking valley in between the other side of this fucking bridge and like Vin Diesel sees Michelle Rodriguez like on this fucking tank and she's about to like fall off or something into this fucking valley so Vin crashes into the fucking side (laughs) goes through the fucking windscreen over the bridge catches Michelle Rodriguez in the air and then like goes over to the other side and like smashes into another car windshield it is un- I was thinking as we were talking about this scene that that was the the picture you just sent me on Discord was going to be the thumbnail for this fucking episode, and oh my god, it's so good! It, it looks fake. It looks actually fake. If you watch, if you watch the clip, I'm not like I'm not exaggerating. I swear to God, Vin Diesel's face like CGI morphs into like another face in that. Like it's like it's like half of it was CG or something. I also just posted yeah. it all. I put like, if you're. If you're now active in our thread on Twitter about the question, it is now live. So, well, it was live. When you hear this, it won't be, but you know what I mean? People are seeing oh, it as God. we speak. Yeah. It oh, man. Sense. It's, it's like, why? Your arms why? wouldn't be at that position if you jumped like that, too. Like, it's, it's like physically impossible. There are, there are high fantasy video games that are more realistic than shit. <laughs> Oh my god! Oh, it's it's it is un unfucking believable, and it's like, um, and the series is like full of moments like that. Like it, the thing is, if it, like it is, it's not always like fun to watch because it's because like I say, there are just like these huge chunks in the middle of these films where you'll be like, wait, why are they doing this? Like, what the fuck is going on? But then you'll get to a point where it's like, oh shit, they're like skydiving out of this fucking plane in cars because apparently that is like the most covert way to take, to carry out this mission that they're doing for the FB fucking eye. And it's like, oh, the the, the, the cyber hacker is controlling all the fucking cars in the city because apparently they all run on hackable software now and they're all like chasing this one fucking car where where Vin Diesel gets out in full fucking Jason Voorhees fucking um gear to like take the nuclear codes for this what? terrorist is it, like this it, it, every time I or, think or that like, I'm like okay surely this is just as dumb as it gets and then you say something like that and I'm just like wait what it, it like Jason Voorhees gear <laughs> It is, like, I I would highly recommend watching those films. It is... I I just remembered, as we were talking about this, I have the complete series on (laughs) Blu-ray, along with two copies of of the newest one. That's that's the whole reason I have the list for Bitmaster's because they gave me digital codes with the the Blu-rays. Oh, man. So, yeah, it's uh, it's a fucking trip. But Um, Are you excited for... <laughs> I always love going to the uh, the, the Wikipedia because whenever you Google Fast and Furious, there's always about three unfinished Fast and the Furious movies in the ether ready to be released. Yep, yep. Like, like well, they just always have some ready. To- we we watched we watched a fucking like video the other day, just kind of explaining the fucking timeline and. There's like many many films that were like produced by Vin Diesel himself. Like there's oh, a yeah, film he, called he like loves Fast and the like he it's like yeah. his passion project. Like I think yeah, he's yeah, the yeah. reason the uh, the Paul Walker thing is so like it is like the like that's yeah. I think he like made it more. You know what I mean? Like like he really the, 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 Paul so, Walker. Like uh, yeah yeah yeah. Like, um, and, and, are you and excited for uh, untitled female led film? 
What about Fast and Furious presents Hobbs and Oh wait, that already came out. Uh but yeah. what about Untitled Hobbs and Shaw sequel? Oh really? Oh, two, for two Hobbs, two Shaw. We know it. <laughs> <laughs> Get this. They're clones of them now. And they gotta live with them. <laughs> Oh, family's not all it's cracked up to be, huh? <laughs> family's hard. Double family's <laughs> even hard. <laughs> oh, man, it's so dumb. But, like, yeah, there are all these, like, spin-off things. and I, I can't like, wait for uh, untitled female-led film. That's just... <laughs> Fast and the female. <laughs> uh, an untitled female-led spin-off film is in development with Nicole Perlman, Lindsay Beer... <laughs> Cool last name and Geneva Robertson Dwart serving as oh those just the writers. So so all we know is that there's three people writing a female-led Fast and Furious spinoff. That's that's where we're at. Oh Should man, we you write anymore? I love oh, I love your work in Untitled Hobbs and Shaw sequel. That was great. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, have you decided oh. to speaking of Fast and Furious spinoffs? Have you checked out um, the uh, the uh, great? Uh, have you watched Los Bandol Los Bandoleros or no? The so that's, turbocharged that's... prelude for Too Fast Too Furious, which is the official title <laughs> yeah. of that's. So that was that was what we discovered in this fucking this timeline video we watched. Like there are like spin-off short films that like explain the presence of certain characters and stuff. Yeah, this is how, hey, did you ever know or care how Paul Walker ran away from LA to evade getting <laughs> arrested? <laughs> now you do. Oh, oh god, the I forgot the best fucking thing ever. So so obviously you have you have these prequel films to Tokyo Drift. Where Tokyo Drift is like a film where this kind of this southern boy. I'm just a southern boy oh, who likes driving cars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, uh, the most he, boring he, character I, of all time. Yeah, yeah. And he like in in Tokyo Drift, which was like fucking 2006 or something like that. Like, or if if it was even that, like I can't remember what when that actually came out. Um, but you ha- he, even then the idea that he was a school age teenager was fucking hard to believe he's like 39 he, in that movie it looks, yeah 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 he returns <laughs> in fucking fast and the furious <laughs> 6 hey, do you need someone else to race through a construction site for some reason me so much because he acts like he does nothing wrong i'm like why did you race through a construction site and destroy everything <laughs> like you're an asshole like you deserve to get sent away like what are you uh, what is your problem that <laughs> like, that that, that he film like has... he's in the right and it's like you're you're just a yeah. dick. Okay. he, he <laughs> is it's is so funny like he's such a terrible actor as well but he he returns for like five minutes in the in because because the, the post credit scene of tokyo drift shows Do- shows shows dominic toretto vin diesel's character like rolling up in fucking Tokyo to to see what the fuck happened to Han, I guess. And so, <laughs> so he so in like I think it I think it's Fast Five or Fast and Furious Six. They they have a segment where obviously now they have caught up to Tokyo Drift timeline. So Vin Diesel is in Tokyo talking to this fucking guy, but like ten years after Tokyo Drift came out. So this guy who is still in the timeline, a teenager has aged 
10 years beyond the point where he was already too old to play this fucking teenager it's like so now he's just you know standing there he's meant to be like 17 and he's got like the, the, these fucking bulging muscles and he's like hairy fucking arms and stuff he's, it's it, like he's an anime, well you know he lives in japan now he's become an anime protagonist he's just <laughs> well he's just 17 we, we, in the size of a fucking wrestler we we will get on to an anime character who is 17 but does not look 17 um uh yeah it's it's like fast and furious is a is a a truly special franchise to me now i best western anime of all time (laughs) (laughs) honestly it's it's like so so you know those like those modern mission impossible films are like like the ones kind of post two i guess or like post three i guess like they they are like very sleek, fun spy thriller action movies. Like I actually showed my girlfriend uh, Ghost Protocol after we watched a bunch of the Fast and Furious films because I was like, if you enjoy this, you will probably actually really enjoy this Mission Impossible like kind of thing going on. Like Mission, like the most those recent Mission Impossible films are like the the highly polished versions of like the Fast and Furious is like the scrappy fucking like you know local theater production version of those of those mission impossible films and it's fucking fantastic it's so good um but it's also like it's also crap but in a really like fun way um but yeah it's uh that's not the only thing we watch though um (laughs) And again, we 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 had like um like we're gonna get like so far into this without having talked about any games, but we have to talk about this, um because we because like so things have changed since the last time we discussed this, Nico, um and it is so like my girlfriend and I have also been working our way through finally JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, um and the best, it's my favorite anime of all time. it's like yeah it's 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 so good like um it is so we we this this is the thing like so we we we've gotten some some advice like i i I think you told me that one and two aren't like like amazing in comparison to what comes later there are other people who had like straight up told me you can skip parts one and two if you want no no no, never do that i I agree that one and two compared to the rest of everything is like it's like it's just like not not comparable almost like it's like it's almost like a different show but don't skip yeah. it because you need because part of three especially is like history like it's it mm-hmm. it ties into the first two but it uh yes it's actually same with like four and five honestly what am i saying like they all tie into the first two but uh three like essentially like it, anyone who starts with three i get it because it's like the most arguably one of the most popular damn anime mangas of all time like just that that era the Stardust Crusaders era, but like, yeah, watch it all. You got nothing better well, to do. Yeah, You're yeah, in quarantine. Yeah. Watch it all. No, yeah, exactly. Yeah, like, I, I mean, I, I am very glad that we did not skip one and two because those, like, even like, so two it, just it, kicks. Two, two also just kicks ass by itself. Like, removed from the so series. That's a good. solid fucking action adventure show. It's just like, yeah, like it, that. So, like, I, one is it's definitely like. There, it's it's funny looking at one now that we're on like 
One three? gets funnier the further you go in, dude. It's hilarious going back to yeah. one. You're just like, man, this is the quaintest shit compared to... Yeah, like- yeah. But it's, but it's it's still wild in in comparison to like a lot of other anime. It's hallucinogenic fists of the North Star. is what I like to think. Of yes, like one hundred percent. It's like somebody yeah, dropped like, it, like a couple of tabs of acid in Fist of the North Star. <laughs> like, it's yeah, like, Whoa, what the fuck is this? I, I, I was and even to my then, girlfriend. That's still the tamest thing in the whole series. Yeah. Well, like yeah. So so I was saying to my girlfriend like this. So yeah, there's there's an anime called Fist of the North Star, like and um and this is basically like a really colorful version of that <laughs> like um and yeah man like the, the like it's just like a really fun fist of the north star um and with rock references all yeah. of, the, whole, the whole damn series is obsessed with naming everything after yeah. rock that mr iraqi loves i guess because i think he draw he draws to like all those bands i think i believe is like right, the reasoning okay. So just thinking about some of this shit getting drawn to like Steely Dan or something is hilarious. I don't know. This is like, listen oh, to Wham. God. <laughs> yeah. It's like drawing one character. Viento or whatever the fuck his name is. <laughs> He's just listening to TNT fucking drawing ACDC. ACDC. Um, but yeah, like, like one is... I, I'd say that even if you're even if you don't enjoy one, I'd say it's pretty fucking essential to see like even just even just how how kind of quaint the 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 setup for this show is. Like everything that fucking happens in JoJo's Bizarre Adventure happens because an old guy wanted to rob a fucking rich man, like a rich yeah. guy. It's like that's, that's it. A guy that would have gladly given him anything he wanted to. Which is really, yeah, yeah. I always think is like the greatest part about that story is that uh, the, that guy was like his own worst. Like he could have gotten what he wanted and not been a miserable piece of shit. You know what I mean? It was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like if he had just not done what he did, like none of this would have happened and everyone would have had a fine ass life, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. Maybe not Dio, but you know what I mean? No, you know what <laughs> yeah, I mean. yeah. Yeah, 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 for yeah, sure. It's, it's, I, don't, I love shit like that. It's. There is a big theme of like destiny and uh stu- and uh carrying the torch across the series that I do think ties into stuff like that and the, the, well, the sins the, of the father, you know. <laughs> that, that, well, this, that this, this, thing. this this is this is a thing because it's like because because I was very shocked to find like cause I I knew barely fucking anything going into this show, which is like, the I, best, I, honestly I, the best way to go. Yeah. Is even even if you've seen the memes and you've probably seen a shit ton of spoilers, yes. but it's one of those shows where you don't know you're looking at a spoiler until you're probably watching it and you're like, oh shit, it's this scene. And then, yep, yep, yeah, like there will be some stuff. But I can't, I can't well, wait till you finish three just so we can go full on with the part three memes. That's, yeah. like, <laughs> oh, this podcast is gonna get fucking unbearable for you people who don't watch JoJo's Adventure <laughs> after he's done with part three. Well, so so like. So I, I, I between parts one and two, I was like, "Oh shit, yeah, the the this is a different JoJo like every fucking season, generational then, jump every season." I, I believe, yeah, more or less. Well, we'll kind kind of yes, we'll yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, it I, I kind of have, little, it, it jumps sideways yeah. maybe once or twice. Yes, <laughs> it's a little funny. So I, 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 I like now I'm in it a little bit more. I have, I, you know, I've read up a little bit without kind of any major spoilers like i kind of know that like part five goes like a slightly different direction with part, and stuff having just finished the anime for part five this year i think part five might be my fucking new favorite uh right honestly it's like it, it sounds weird to say because i normally am not like this with any media franchise but i feel like like the best ones are like reverse order like you just go from backwards and that's 
best to worst and worst is still amazing here like yeah yeah but every new season that comes out or every new part i see or try to read i try to read them but it's like i don't know that's a lot of shit to read um yeah yeah for sure because like stardust crusaders came out in 1988 and the that's anime that, came that out in like 2014 2012 something crazy. like there was a huge, yeah. a huge gap and these animes are playing like like decades of fucking catch-up yeah, yeah. Like, like, a I mean, lot. like the one where no, part six started in two thousand one. Like, I was eight <laughs> when part six came out. It's just like, oh, no. it's some nutty well, shit I mean, to it, wrap your head around. Or I guess I was nine. Or yeah, I wasn't. We weren't yeah, even I mean, alive when parts one, two, and three came out. <laughs> I just realized it's fucked up. Maybe you were. How yeah. old are you? I am I am nearing 30 um so am I but I'm, everyone seems old now <laughs> but like so so I I thought that going in like I did it's, it's like going into part three and knowing a bit of like where part four like you know there, there's some kind of crossover there like part one is very much it's kind of it's a starting thing, and then there's that generational leap to part two, and then it just kind of, like, it's all tying back to the first two parts after that. Like, th- there's there's been a lot of things that if, in, in part three, that if I hadn't watched parts one and two, would, like, there's some really fucking, like, like hard-hitting things that in there that I'm like, yeah. man, that is, like, that's, that's a fucking deep cut to, like, one or two for and... paying attention in that series like they'll, yes. they'll do little shout outs and you'll, you see the most random characters pop up in other parts and you'll just be like oh, it's that guy and it's so exciting it's just like it's the best even well, even like the yeah. minor appearance of like Speedwagon in part two it's funny i was like yay <laughs> well like... i mean well speed speedwagon is a weird one because i because i saw like a bunch of people talking about how you know how amazing a character fucking robert eo speedwagon is <laughs> he's amazing um, because he's so stupid like he's the yeah, like, he's amazing th- because th- he does not need to be on the show yet he's there yes. and you kind of just learn to love that he's just become he points himself like show narrator <laughs> but the, yeah because it's because like so he so he is the guy that enters the show because he tries to fucking mug jonathan but he's in awe of his gentlemanness (laughs) he's a fucking gentleman he he puts aside his thuggish ways (laughs) i love part one just because of this weird hilarious japanese lens of like old antiquated british gentlemanness (laughs) like there's some hilarious like like so there's something really funny about all those buff uh quote-unquote children playing rugby together (laughs) it looks really funny so so like so the English dubs are really funny in that show because in season in in parts one and two they had characters you know doing like you know fucking English English accents and stuff and it's like we we're watching the the the, the subs um, <laughs> with the Japanese over it because I cannot fucking listen to that fucking English because it, it's it's like that it's, you know I've it's, never it's heard so- an English accent in an anime that sounded like an English accent like it's not like an annoying yeah, American yeah. person ma- making fun of an English accent hello well, it's like what the fuck yeah, it's not yeah. how they talk I, I, but that, but that's like that is your main fucking character in parts one and two like yeah, and then and then and then and then in part three they just say fuck it and the, all voice actors are American <laughs> it's like even fucking I can't deal with this like, shit anymore yeah ex- exactly Polnareff who's meant to be from fucking France <laughs> um, see I, um, is one of the reasons I can't ever go to the dubs because I think everyone sounds insanely badass with their Japanese voice 
Yes. Like that voice, that, that name said in Japanese is too hardcore. Like it is just like it's so good. Like everyone's voice sounds hard as shit, and it is it is Yakuza firing on all cylinders with everybody in part three. It's the best. Well, so this this so right. So we 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 are just on the Egypt part yeah, of Stardust Crusaders because part part well, three is amazing, but it has a startup era, and it's called part one of part three. <laughs> it's pre well, po- it's pre walk like an egyptian uh credits music i believe <laughs> it's, it's, uh, it, well, uh, no it's 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 it still is so what like, is so that walk from like the beginning ad- or that's that's from the beginning oh wow uh, I, thought they, I know they change i feel like every jojo changes the intro and outro halfway through every time i thought they changed it to the Bengals well, once they got there well um, so it's been it's been like two years three years so watching part three, we've taken a long time to watch part three. Like we blasted through one and two because we were so fucking in on this sun karate shit with like these like insanely likable characters and stuff. And then part three comes around and they introduce the stands and it's fucking Jotaro Kujo who is a fucking asshole. <laughs> Chilling in <laughs> jail. <laughs> <laughs> like with his fucking like not even a wallet chain, like a wallet like neck that's thing? just his that's just like his body chain, chain dude I, i'm pretty yeah, sure that's yeah, exactly, attached yeah. to him just like his hat yeah, exactly we don't know it's where his that hat, hat is his just, hands. yeah his hat is just his hair it's just, the single-handedly um, most confusing bit of design i've ever seen on a character i've never been able to is that his head is that his yeah, hat he, he, take it off? He, he takes it off sometimes and and like as opposed to Jonathan, who is like this kind of you know great gentleman, and uh, and Joseph, who is you know this kind of love, lovable rogue and everything. You have Jotaro, who's like in jail, like saying <laughs> "shut up, bitch" to his mum and stuff like that. And you're like, the fuck is this bitch? He's like delinquent. All, yeah, and like all the girls are fucking you know like oh my god, Jotaro, oh he's so. It's like. Like this guy's a fucking dick. Like, what the fuck is going on? Like, yeah. and, and that was actually, you know, it, it was, it was. He's tired like, of it was your all shit. This... What part of yada yada does? Do <laughs> you understand? <laughs> well, so, so this, so that was the thing. Like, the, the, and also like the stand thing. I was a bit like, okay, well, I kind of liked it when it was just these like kind of super buff dudes, like you know doing sun karate with breath energy and stuff and like and it was like it was a real fucking it was a real like you know it was it was visceral and stuff and then you have like this kind of weird pokemon bullshit and uh, and i was like excuse me pokemon is some stand bullshit that's really yes yeah yeah so so like that that uh, there was there was a point about like nine or ten episodes in where it clicked and it's like oh yeah because at the end of at the end of part two, it's like okay, Joseph fights a god. Like, where the <laughs> fuck do you go from there? And it's like, and, and then it's like okay, you bring in the stands where it's like okay, a big part of this is just figuring out who the stand user is. Yeah, and it's where, like, it, it, where it, it, is it, the problem? Uh, there's a stand, and I sense an enemy stand nearby. You know, the, a classic. Yeah, yeah. Opener to almost every episode, and then. Yeah, like half of the half of the show is it, it is very monster of the week, especially at the beginning when yes, the the, the formula will be up. Well, first of all, there's the episodes of we got to build up our crew episodes, and then yep, there's yep. the where the fuck is this guy? We're getting fucked with some weird. There's a fly monster, and it's fucking up our you know like <laughs> oh god, this thing's stealing everyone's underwear and choking them to death with it. Who's doing that? You know, and then and then it turns yeah. out to be some like like old woman five feet away laughing while playing chess or something you know it's, it's always something crazy in <laughs> like, 
music. Yeah, but um, and, and like it, there, there. Are, sorry, go on. Well, it, it, I, I will say, I think you finally hit the point. But it starts off with that Pokemon ass, Pokemon feeling shit, where it's like everyone's got their own little homie monster that is theirs. Yep. They get less pocket monstery. Like they become more abstract as the series goes. Like there's weird. You know what I'm talking about? But like, yes, yeah, yeah. Stands get like fucking out there uh, part three is like him trying it out and then i think parts four and five are when he starts going like all right what the fuck can i actually do with these weird fucking thing like he starts thinking about like meta shit he can do with them like right uh, some stuff that where like i don't there's, there's a couple guys where i'm like i don't understand how they would animate these stands because they make sense on paper but they don't make sense in movement if that's right okay like that's yeah, how yeah, yeah, weird yeah, sure. shit gets with the stands like I don't know how to explain it without spoiling shit, but in part five, there's a stand where I was surprised how they animated it because it was never how it was in my head, but it, it was cool seeing that happen. I don't know. You'll, you'll get there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, it's like, I, I really like how they're, they're in, in every fucking episode now, I, I legitimately have no idea how they're going to get out of a certain situation. Like, because the situation is so abstract in a lot of cases where it's like, wait, what the fuck? Like, and th- 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 there are problems with it where it's like, sometimes the, the answer to that situation will be, oh, Jotaro, like, Star Platinum Jotaro's stand is so powerful that it was able to punch through this thing that we thought they couldn't punch through <laughs> and stuff. And it's like, okay, they're just trying to paint this guy as, like, the ultimate badass or whatever. Well, Pete, see, that's what I kind of like about it is they... they- they do Jojo is like a like he's a bulletproof fucking character and so the way they create conflict and some stuff is they just have to remove him from the episode because <laughs> because then sometimes i swear there's a couple episodes where the, the entire problem is oh shit Jojo's not here and yes yeah, yeah it's like other people dealing with this thing and then it ends when Jojo's like what did i miss and then he punches someone once and it's like yeah 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 yeah, yeah. They, they, I, and the thing I is i almost like, think that's a punchline like like where he's yeah. so badass it's a joke like Yes, like I swear it almost becomes a little bit warped, like on purpose, where it's like supposed, like almost that character is hilariously overpowered to the point where it's like, what is this final fight going to be like? <laughs> like well, I'm, uh, th- there there are there are points as well where it's like Kakuin will be like, ah, but you didn't notice that my that Hierophant Green tied everyone up with knots or whatever, and it's like, wait, what? Yeah, like, that, that, <laughs> just so you know, that's never going away in the series, that type of writing. <laughs> but, I punched but, the air yeah. molecules before we even started this episode, and it made everyone breathe yeah, yeah, different. Yeah. And now we can all speak Chinese. You know, that shit will always <laughs> and, and, like, sometimes that's charming, and sometimes it's like, okay, well, I was quite excited to see how they would, how these rules would be broken or twisted in some way, and then it's just like, oh, I guess we did this thing, you know, it's like, it's the equivalent of like, oh, but I had a force field this entire time, so I'm invincible when you're playing like Tig, you're playing like Tag as a kid or whatever. Um, I always like that stuff just because it's so funny because the characters are always these big brutes just going like, yeah, but you can't get me because I have a force field. <laughs> well, yeah, but 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 there there are points where now they are literally doing that as jokes. Yeah. Like there's there's there, like entire episodes where like the one with the fucking sun the stand. This episode is is fantastic. It it's is like so like I, I, so my my girlfriend and I were watching it and I think she at the, at the end was like, wait, what? And I was fucking like. I was laughing so fucking hard when they were like, they literally end that episode with, "Badum tsh. Like, yep. it, it's, it's a joke episode and it still fucking rules. 
but it, like it's it, it, like because it, you know without i guess you know it's, it's not like super important where like if they just fucking the super, no, i almost called him super bunny hop uh if you've seen the super eyepatch wolf thing i think he goes pretty extensively into the sun episode the sun episode is not like a there's nothing to spoil in the sun episode it's just like considered yeah. a fan favorite because it's like so memorable it's not like spoiling yeah, anything, but it's yeah. It's, it was, it's, you know, it's just it like they're they're it's it's like seems like a super dire situation. It's like one of the fucking like most intense stands they've ever faced in the show up to that point, and then it just ends when they start fucking laughing manically, and then and then Jotaro chucks a rock into the horizon, and then it fucking knocks the guy unconscious. It's like that's <laughs> it. It's like it's, um they they um. Like do an homage to that type of episode in the Capcom fighting game, where one of the one of the like fights is you having to like run across a desert and punch a guy in the face real quick. <laughs> like, all oh, right, okay. It, it, like that that Capcom fighter for the PS One and the Dreamcast. Like that thing is it, it's it's called JoJo's. For some reason, when you put the game in, it says JoJo's Venture. I'm not sure why, but uh, <laughs> on the on the disc it says JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, but it's really just Part Three, the fighting game, and it's awesome broken as shit uh but it, it is like such a great fan servicey fighting game for the like if you like jojo you'll be like oh shit it's this episode and they somehow made that into a fight in a fighting game like check that i mean everyone's checked out that game well check you, it see, out. That's, you that's, like it now that you have context for it <laughs> well that, that's interesting because you know last about this time last year i did a video on like the evangelion games after after I just rewatched oh, the Evangelion, yeah. um, and I think like, JoJo games are a notch above them on the quality scale. But uh, yeah, as someone well, who it would, tries it would, to it wouldn't play be them fucking all, hard. Uh, they're not very good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, I mean, so like, I, I I'm I'm kind of already thinking like maybe quite good to do like a JoJo games video or whatever. But um, I have a translation um, of the uh, PS2 game for Part Five if you ever need it. It's really nice. cool, actually. It's it's literally just like you replay every scene from the show as these little vignette levels. <laughs> it's really weird. But uh, well, so the, the Evangelion games, it was like the the N sixty four one, and I think the PSP one. They they had like the extremely literal, like mechanical implementations of these fights that were in the show. These kind of like weird. You you weren't really like they weren't fighting like monsters per se. They were fighting you know like kind of weird, strange existential concepts essentially. And it's like I get the feeling that they could do like some really fun stuff with that kind of idea in JoJo, but also in the Ava games it sucked. <laughs> like uh, I don't know, it's 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 a it's a weird thing. But like I so we are definitely I, I you know. I at least am definitely coming around to, to Jotaro. But the thing is, it's also weird that Jotaro is not actually the star of series, of part three, so far at least. Like, I, I imagine that once they get through, like, Egypt and stuff, he will kind of become a much more prominent part. But, like, well, weirdly... As, as, as most Crunchyroll comments would always say, th- this show is should just be called Polnareff's bizarre adventure because there's like yeah yeah a shit ton of pulling their episodes i'm not complaining great character but it's funny yeah, how yeah. like he straight up just like takes the reins of the show he has like a good little quest going and stuff like i'm just like yep like it's funny like his plot is almost like the plot of just most shows <laughs> like well but, but the thing is like he he has his plot and he like more or less accomplishes his goal but then they still manage so to good. get some like really interesting like 
moments out of that like we just watched the episode with um cameo the 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 kind of genie persona or persona fucking the, the genie stand where it's like he rubs the lamp and he you know again you know without spoiling too much he wishes for a certain person to come back to life and oh yeah which has, has like a, a really again another kind of like real fucking moment in it where they realize that another certain character is maybe not as uh incapacitated as polnareff was led to believe um and they just kind of play it off like oh yeah sorry we didn't tell you (laughs) um uh but like there's there's a moment in that episode where it's like oh shit like even though he got even though he kind of fulfilled his quest in a weird way there's still like that doesn't mean that he's now fine there's still like a lot of weird emotion uh, like attached to that and like grief and loss and stuff and it's like this is from a guy just kind of stumbling into this fucking like all the episodes that like in some capacity feature Polnareff just going off on his own for some reason and getting into like heaps of trouble on his own um but if it's not if it's not Polnareff it's actually still it's still very much Joseph's show like Joseph is definitely like the main character behind Polnareff in this in 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 at least the first part of Stardust Crusaders like I I, I don't know Joseph he's the only one who knows the weight of the situation too yeah true everyone else is just kind of like well maybe Avdol does Avdol's a homie but uh Mm -hmm. well I mean well so so it, it seems it seems like now we're at the point where Jotaro has realized like the seriousness of the situation and the the value of like his his team yeah he like, he has an arc but it's very it's like a small arc <laughs> like it's, well, it's he just becomes it's, less it's, of a dick <laughs> but he's yeah. still a dick <laughs> well he's he's, it's, dick. It's, it's 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 a very subtle arc like there are just there, there are a lot there, weirdly for a show that is so brash and loud and in your face like his arc has actually been very very subtle like there's a lot of like weird silent moments where you can tell that he's contemplating a lot of stuff like when he's on the phone to fucking Susie Q and it's like there's just a moment where he's like he's like he wants to say something to his grand but he he like he he, he doesn't say it but there's and it, it, like it's not necessarily explicit what he wants to say but just the fact that he wants to say anything at all that isn't like shut up bitch or whatever like that is like weirdly growth he, he is <laughs> traveling to Egypt to defeat a giant uh vampire man to uh save yeah. his mom. so he does like true <laughs> yeah 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 for sure it's like <laughs> he's just I, I, 16 I <laughs> that is the fucking like that is the wildest shit and, and seven like, feet tall and more buff than we could ever imagine being. <laughs> he doesn't even use his muscles because he has mind muscles that will punch you That's... a thousand times <laughs> That's the, the shit <laughs> Yeah, it's 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 like he, yeah, like the buffest dude in this entire series does not need to be buff whatsoever. Um, That's how it is in real life too. There's always some ripped kid you go to high school with and he did nothing for it. There's always some kid with abs. Yeah, 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 for sure. <laughs> there's always one. That's the joke. Uh, but also, there's there's that um, there's that girl that tagged along with them for a while. I can't remember her name. She's oh. been gone for a number of episodes. 
the child she, she, the, the, the literal child that yeah. they, they, they show in cause the, the one with the fucking orangutan that goes after her in the shower <laughs> and it's like whoa, whoa okay what like why why are you showing us this like kid in the shower and like oh she's you know got her towel on and it's, it's like like my girlfriend there's been a number of points in season three in part three specifically where my girlfriend and I have kind of turned to each other and been a bit like uh, there's there's a point in this show where, as a joke, Kakuin force feeds a baby its own shit. <laughs> it's an evil <laughs> baby, though. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, it's a very evil baby. It's like an evil, evil baby. Like a murderous <laughs> they, baby. They show you just, like, this fucking baby with his fucking dick out and the fucking, like, little shit that he's taking in his fucking nappy. That like, flies. The they, they, they got scenes like that in Dragon Ball, man. Like, that's just like but a... They, th- th- that must be like an 80s manga thing, because, like... Yeah! <laughs> like, really? Like, but there's a lot like, of shit like that in mainstream like, stuff that like, people don't, like, realize. Uh, okay, but they, they like, the, the Netflix show... The, the Netflix version censors so much other shit. Like, like <sighs> to the point that there are, po- there, are, there are shots in that show where my girlfriend and I were like, this is just literally a black screen we're watching because they just... It's like a cigarette. Every- <laughs> That's the best is when it's a cigarette. <laughs> they block every fucking Jotaro smoking a cigarette because he's 17. And technically that's illegal. <laughs> but he's also an Egypt. There could be different laws there. It's, yeah. Like, it's, it's, it's so nuts. But then, there, like, there are, there are things where it's like, I'm quite glad they censored that because this show is kind of, like, fucked up. Did you hear one Crusaders. obligatory dog murder scene of every part? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. a running theme. Well, but, but this one is, like... horrifically murdered. But, but well, this one, uh, in, in part one, anyway, it's the dream episode, the one with the fucking... It was the one with the evil baby. Yeah. And it's, like... And they go to fucking town on this fucking dog, and it's like, whew, man. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I guess within the plot, they are also trying to go to town on that dog. Like, that's kind of part yeah. of the point of the attack, I think, is, like, to give him a horrific nightmare. If I'm remembering oh, yeah, that. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's for, in for the sure. Ferris wheel, right? Or something? Yes, yeah. But 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 the thing is, it's like, there, there are, there are, like... For 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 an anime that is so kind of like kind of mainstream, they, they like it's kind of like weird and fucked up oh, in no, a lot of ways. Some, I did yeah, not expect some fucked up shit in JoJo that is like it, it makes it even funnier that it's like one of the most popular animes. Yeah, <laughs> totally. Yeah, there's some, um, there's some scenes where sometimes I'll just hint at something and you'll think about like what they're actually saying. It's like, whoa, that guy just like died in the almost or that guy just got confined to the worst. <laughs> like, there's some sentences people get on this show there's like whoa <laughs> like yep, a fate yep worse than death uh even the guy in two uh the way uh, the, the he, way the main guy is dealt with in two i I often like think about that and like that's kind of crazy to, like yep yep it's just uh, it's, it, oh, man like, what it's, a it's, fucking crazy ending for that girl i don't know it's just like yeah it's just weird to put yourself in that guy's shoes if you were like in that situation <laughs> like that would be terrifying but the uh, thing is like also it's like I, I I don't know I I haven't been this like enraptured by by an anime since Cowboy Bebop Dude, like like seriously that was what happened to me when I watched especially in part three I was like I gotta like keep watching this because it's like I can't just leave it after that fucking episode I can't leave it after that episode and it's like just keeps going on and on oh, yeah, can't like, we take uh, it to the video game episode <laughs> 
I, I, I know there's a video game episode. I haven't seen like a, like a lot about it, but I know oh, there's a video man. game episode that I'm very excited for. There's so but, many like, great stills from that episode that I love. But, <laughs> but, but the, the fact is that like, you know, one and two, I was like super surprised by three started off bad or like it started off like slow and, but it's gotten to a point now where I am like so fucking in on it. And I'm like, man, like, this show can kind of do no wrong as far as I'm concerned. Like, if you can start off like that slow with, you know, a completely new format and take this fucking risk and then follow through on it, like, in the way that JoJo's does, I'm like, man, I've, I've got to fucking hand it to them. Like, this this is, this fucking rules. <laughs> it's yeah. like, you just, we, you just oh, had man. to be patient with uh, Araki going like, all right, I'm going to literally 180 this shit. And yes. I also have no idea what I'm doing, but I also am a fucking manga author, so I have to experiment literally while i'm making my deadlines so uh oh god and then yeah well yeah you know, i mean 50 well, chapters of weirdness and then kind of irons out into something radical near the end it's like all right cool like this is how it is yes like yeah, yeah it's definitely it's, it's, three, part three is funny because it's the most popular one probably like jotaro's who pops in everyone's head usually when you say jojo um but it's funny because that one has the weakest fucking start and goes through, like, a patch of, like, ah, I'm not sure if I'm fully with this, and then you break through this one part, and you're like, oh, God, this is the best thing I've ever seen. Yeah. <laughs> and then, and then yeah, which, like which perfectly gets you set up for part four, which part four is, like, a flawless masterpiece. I, I'm, I'm super excited to get to four. Like, part four um, is just, it's, it's got that Persona vibe, the good parts of Persona vibe, not the weird homophobic side, but, <laughs> like, the, the good side. <laughs> and then yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the fucking, just weird my, it, it, episodes become these little micro adventures that you realize were kind of just like great side quests like that's how you can compare people always say majora's mask is great because of its side quests that's yeah. that's part four <laughs> like but but, cool. but the main plot is also great but it just it it gets distracted with the minutiae of its little world a lot and it's so cool like it's just like there is an entire episode in part four based around food eating nice in a cafe but they uh they 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 frame it like a stand battle and it is fucking awesome <laughs> like it's just <laughs> but, it, but there are no stakes it is just eating there's just, i gotta eat like i'm hungry <laughs> i mean like that that kind of shit like the idea of jojo's going that low stakes i'm like super into it it does that while at the same time being one of the most crazy main plots too going like it's it weaves very nice nice it's it's yeah i mean it's so good don't let the uh weird bad boy npc from yakuza looking jojo josuke throw you off with his weird hair he does look like a funny guy from he looks like a guy who'd be a bad side quest in yakuza they call me they call me beer drinking randy i got crazy hair you know like (laughs) well the thing is like also like i mean you you are also kind of telling me that like you were the one that reminded me about the fact that this was late 80s that this was written, essentially. And, it's yeah, like, and it, it ends it, in the it, early 90s. Like, 93 is, I think, when Stardust stops or something like that. Maybe even earlier, yeah. 91. Yeah. And and it's like, man, okay, I get, like, you know, that, 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 that puts, like, a really important layer of context on things where it's like, man, this was, like... A, like a truly fucking different time and yeah like totally different this, standards for a lot of not, not, stuff like not, none of these none of these kind of like 
none of these archetypes like really existed in the same way that they did here like you know now watching part three as like an anime that was produced in like 2014 or whatever 2012 you know we we have a history of like badass fucking anime characters and stuff so like Jotaro maybe seems a little bit outdated in that sense but then you realize like no Jotaro was like the original yeah like he started like he's the thing that made everyone go shit we should be doing that (laughs) yeah yeah Yeah. exactly and then and then also like the stand thing like you say like the stand is persona games pokemon Pokemon. persona yeah yeah most animes that have creature catching sides to them like like like, yeah yeah that shit is all tied in there are like like Fucking Yu Yu Hakushu has some fucking JoJo in it. Like fucking, dra- <laughs> have you seen the Dragon Ball comparison shots? <laughs> like there's some <laughs> stolen artwork from JoJo and Dragon Ball. Shameless. <laughs> like, it's so good. They're <sighs> fighting game characters. I'm pretty sure you could find out who's based on who just by their haircuts. Pull oh, I mean, there's and, like and um, what's his name? Uh, the, the, the Nazi guy. <laughs> <laughs> um, fucking oh what's his name yeah benny yeah. benny maru or benny hart what, what's that one guy and, and guile like those guys are just straight rips like it's hilarious yep. well i mean like you know they're they're i mean i know it's a meme that you know like it's a jojo's reference or whatever the fuck but it's like that's part you know, of why that meme's so funny is like most things like are <laughs> well like you know there, there's that fucking dark souls boss um dark souls 3 the one that's like the big fucking skeleton that just has like the two hands that crawls up at you that's a literal fucking stand in that's yeah. Enyaba's stand. Yeah. <laughs> it's like like uh the, you know, it's Gojo um, and Berserk too, honestly. I'm just like spe- speaking of Dark Souls and you know, anime references like this Berserk yeah. is all over the game. Like Berserk and Jojo are those two things where they're low key kind of the progenitors to a lot of the shit we enjoy now. <laughs> like Yeah, yeah. Like people have just been yeah, also two series still ongoing. Crazy to think about. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, yeah, do you call Berserk ongoing if it's like we get one chapter uh, per ten moon cycles. I don't fucking know. Also, like the anime of Berserk, I don't know has been received as well. The, the new <laughs> one is horrible. I like that '90s one, but it just like ends. You know, like, like, like the thing with the problem with the '90s one is it ends. But uh, watching it nowadays, when we have about four billion chapters that come after when the '90s one ends, we're kind of like, can I see the rest? Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> there are characters uh, who are like beloved. Who don't even show up in the '90s one because they didn't exist yet. <laughs> like, well, like, well, so th- there, there is like in 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 JoJo anyway. Like, th- there were films like way before. Or there was an anime there for th- part th- three um, from the '90s, but it was t- yeah. t- like kind of terrible. Yeah, but, like, yeah, and, so, and it was so, yeah. uh, very crunched. Like, yeah, like like I mean, well, it's like I, 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 eight episodes, something crazy like that, something weird. Like, I I, I watched some of it on YouTube, and I was like. Man, this is this is a lot of characters standing and talking. <laughs> it, like it's very nineties with a bad American dub, and it's, yes, it, people, yeah. some people say the artwork's better, and eh, maybe like like because oh, yeah, I can see that. Yeah. That's the thing about those JoJo, the new ones is David Productions is cool, and they're really good about um, nailing like they they do the perfect book adaptation most of the nerds want. Like you know, like like yeah, they don't yeah. they don't cut anything. That's why a lot of the JoJo stuff kind of seems antiquated. Like they don't cut that problematic shit. They're just like here it is as it was. Sure. And but but the one problem they do have is they they draw some funky shit sometimes. <laughs> like some faces Yeah, yeah. look like butt. <laughs> and if you um you should you should look up um like Blu-ray comparisons cuz they redraw them for the Blu-rays. All right. Uh, that's like a thing in anime now. Like um they did really? that for Dragon Ball Super too. Like like there's some like 
bumpy looking Gokus out there. <laughs> and uh, they redraw them to at least look like, you know, a cartoonist drew it. Like, like it's it's crazy. I don't know. It's just, just weird to me that now the thing you see on TV will not be the thing you see on the DVD. Like some guy draws it in between that and that. That's so weird. For sure. Yeah. But that's all over JoJo. Like it's got a lot of animation errors, it's, but but it's still good. Like it's, it's the treatment you'd want of something you like getting adapted into a, a moving picture, as they say. Yeah, uh, for sure. I just, yeah, I don't know. Like, I, I honestly have too much to say about that show. That's just, that can all be boiled down to me saying, oh, it's the best. So funny. So great. <laughs> like, like, I mean, it's well, become a you broken know, record with this show. It's like, it's so good. Well, so, I mean, like we are now, Arlene and I are, uh, are now at like the, 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 the halfway point. Yeah. That's when, uh, the show now. that's when the fights get a little bit more dire. I'd say like, that's when the, you get to the, to the, to the real bad guys. Yeah. The real, well, the guys who are like the, 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 the Dio guard, right? They got some names. Yes. The elite so, guys. Well, yeah. So we, uh, we, we, we watched part one of the, fir- so like there's a lot of like part one and part two episodes in, in, in Stardust Crusaders. And we just watched, like, we've just been introduced to Iggy. Yeah. And, and uh, I'm very excited to see what happens with that. Cause Iggy seems fantastic <laughs> already dope. just from one episode in yeah Iggy's, Iggy's awesome the farting yeah. dog that loves coffee gum or whatever the fuck <laughs> it's just like coffee chewing gum yeah, what the oh, fuck is it. coffee chewing gum <laughs> like, that's the most bizarre thing I've ever seen in the series like what is this you just it just reminded me of like a, a weird thing where it's like coffee chew like so the subtitles let's say like coffee chewing gum but the the the, the actual dub just says chewing gum or is it like coffee I don't know but like the subtitles and the fucking like what they do with like the rock references are really fucking wild where it's like there's a character and you hear them say Santana Santana this is definitely Santana this character is called Santana if you, but if the you subtitles Google it, will it'll say, be called Santana <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah and 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 the subtitles will say Sant Viento and it's like the fuck that, that, that chick kicks into overdrive in parts four and five too like to the point where it's like did they have to do that like um like, I, I love I, I their se- sex pistols become six bullets that's like they're just too scared uh, uh my favorite of all time i believe is spice girl turns into spicy lady <laughs> that's my favorite that's my favorite jojo crafter name all time. spicy lady oh god spicy lady i mean it's uh, the, the, like Steely Dan becomes Dan of Steel. It's, it's uh, but I mean, you know, it, like the the way the, the whole like the way they handle this this that's been a really great thing about Part Three as well. Is the way that Part Three is where um, Iraqi just like goes full fucking like okay, we're just exploring different cultures now. Like this is just a show. Like this, we're having a whole segment of the show about how to fucking barter in the Middle East. Like it's, he, he loves like, traveling. That's like one of his favorite yeah, yeah. things is he likes traveling to places and learning about them. Apparently, like, like, like and it rules. It rules so activity. fucking yeah. hard. It's oh man, and I, like I, I, I don't know. It's uh, yeah, like I, I, I just I, I love how like they just spend so much time just going into like the weird intricate details about like all these other different cultures and stuff like it's 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 just like it, oh it, like you can t- it, you can just you can, it's it's just such a like a lo- like you can a lovingly made show where it's just like this guy is just 
Like, this is something I really love talking about and really love to, you know, I, I love to do in real life and I want to fucking express this in, in a show. And I, like, he, he yeah. really likes Rome and uh, yep. part five is set exclusively in Rome. <laughs> and it is basically like 25% of that shit is facts about Rome. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, the Colosseum was built in. Yeah, like, like, he'll just give you dates for shit. It's like, does this have anything to do with the story? All right. <laughs> but, but, like, he in part three anyway, like, they, they also have, like, a, re- a, a weird kind of, like, there, there, there's there's always kind of, like, I, I, I don't know, like, the, the way that they, inter- they integrate, like, you know, different parts of like the english language into into stuff is like really funny but also like really you know like like they'll put in like french and 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 stuff like that as well just in like really interesting points and stuff but it's also fucking hilarious to see it's hilarious it's like it's it's not like it's not coming from a place of pure expertise but it's coming from a place of like whoever made this clearly loves this stuff like loves other cultures but they're not they don't quite have it but it's it's still it, it, it means so it's like the most positive cultural appreciation of all time. <laughs> it's just, it's just, but then you know you just get Joseph going, "Oh my god!" Please keep best. having goofy, loud American people being voiced by Japanese people as an as yes. American citizen. It's, it's I don't so think good. That's the funniest shit of all time. I love like, it it's, so it's, much. Uh, uh, oh, man, I don't then, find it like, so, remotely but, insulting. I find it the complete but, but, opposite. I find it the most but, honored. Before, like, like, it's so good. But, it's so before boring. we started recording, you you went and found the 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 guy that voices Joseph in part three, the Japanese voice actor. Here's the guy that voices fucking Heihachi in Tekken. And then we found out he's dead. <laughs> Because <laughs> he died two years ago, it sucks. Like, that sucks. Everyone. He's like such a good fucking voice actor. That like, voice rules. I, yeah, it, it like, bummed me out the fact that that guy's not going to be doing anything else. God damn. It. I, it's like that, that. That's that's that is one thing. So Joseph, um, J- Joseph was in in part two became like one of my favorite characters in fucking all of media. Yeah, and in part three, he's like a different character, but he. It just amplified my love of Joseph Joestar. Like he, he is so good. He's great. Just is is he like it, he steals it's, the like, show? He's so good. They have to like keep him around another yeah like part. You know, like like he couldn't just hang out in part two. They had to put him in part three. That's how good he was. He yep, exploded yep. out of his own part. <laughs> it's, it's it's like he's just he's the best. Um. He exploded out of his own part and said, hey, I'm actually still not ready to give up my main character slot, buddy. All right. <laughs> <laughs> He's the only Jojo to do that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. Jojo. So we, we've talked an hour and a half about dude, <laughs> uh, um, the Fast and the Furious series and Stardust Crusaders on the Writing on Games cast. This is movie talk. Oh god! Well, right. So this this is definitely the prelude for the 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 episodes on Fast and Furious games and JoJo games that I inevitably end up doing. Um, oh man, that we need we 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 the fans deserve a good JoJo game. I'm serious. We actually really do. Like as people who enjoy the series, we watch your shit. I buy your shit. Can we please get a good 2D fighter? What the fuck? Like, you're making everything. You, you, I don't know what to call these games. But only Japan makes these games. Like, there's no American equivalent. There's no UK equivalent. There's, like, just in the country of Japan, this one video game gets made, and it's always those Shonen Jump games where yeah. it's kind of fighter, but it's kind of not. And it's kind, yeah. of third, it's kind of a third-person action game, but it doesn't control like one. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. it just kind of rests in this gray neutral zone of, like, what the fuck is this? Like, 
and I always play it, and there's always these systems that seem to be designed by a guy who's like, wouldn't it be funny if I just overly complicated a button mashing fighting game? Like, it's... Yep, yep. It's... And so I don't know, but that's, that's like, what the newest JoJo game is that came out in, like, 2016, and it sucks. Like, it sucks. It's yeah. good if you want to take a character you like from the show for a spin and fuck around with, like, their powers for, like, five minutes. That's it. Like, it's... It's... Can we, you nailed it with the Stardust Crusaders fighter. It's a 2D fighter. plays, like, the good era of Street Fighter. Like, what the fuck? Just do that again. Was there not, like, a kind of JoJo All-Stars type game that got released at okay, some point? Okay, so that's a PS3-only game. I tracked that shit down. It was $50 fucking used. Um, <laughs> and, and I I think I had to buy a new PS3 for it because I was like, I need to play this. Like, I can't not play this. Like, it, it looks amazing. <laughs> Like, I was, I was coming off the high of just watching part three, and I was like, I need to fucking do something JoJo-related that's not watching it. You know, like, that's, <laughs> yeah. I, I can only flex and do the poses in the mirror so many times before it's boring. <laughs> I can only do that one where I cover my face with my hand. That's the best pose. The, the, the cover yep. face with open palm. I don't know what that is, but it's like, bad. Open it's, it's palm hard like, as hell. Yeah, it's like open palm over your forehead, like, down onto your, like, nose. It's, um, it's yeah. something so tragic yet strong about it. <laughs> but uh yeah so i got that game and it, it it's like a tag 2d fighter but it's still one of those things where there's all this bullshit in there and it's like why did you do right. that i played <laughs> there was miraculously some guy online in the ranked two just what like i kept getting a match with this one human being over and over again he of course was rocking me because who the fuck knows i'll know it when i play it and the only good jojo game i can safely say is the ps1 game or or Dreamcast game. I don't know what it came up for first. I don't know who the port is. But uh, I mean, I I I I need, I definitely after watching it, I need to play like you know what's funny the best play- JoJo game. I think I played that game like ten years before I even knew what the fuck JoJo's Bizarre Adventure was. It was just because I got a Dreamcast <laughs> and it came with the Dreamcast, and I was like, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. I'm like, sounds Japanese. Got to put it in. Let's see how weird this is. And it was a fighting game. And I was like, all right. It's a fighting game with a bunch of weird people. <laughs> like everyone looks kind of. I remember just thinking everyone is drawn weird. Like like everyone looks kind of sick. Everyone looks kind of like, odd. I don't know. <laughs> and it made me like kind of uncomfortable. And because I just had no idea. And then when you come back to that game of context, you're like, this is the greatest fighting game. Like this is so cool. <laughs> but, but having watching Stardust Crusaders and being like, it's that dog from the fighting game. Oh, <laughs> that's what that dog is. I guess. Okay. <laughs> now I get it. Like, <laughs> just weird shit like that oh man yeah i'm 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 super super fucking excited to see where that series goes because it is you're, just you're, fantastic you're on the precipice of when it gets even greater like yeah 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 so yeah that, that's that's the thing it's like i've heard from so many people that this is a show that starts good and just gets better every single season and it's like i i don't know if i've ever like seen uh like like ha, ha, like there, i don't know like, i know what, what you're gonna say and i already have the counterpoint breaking bad better well, call Saul. yes yeah Both which, 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 which it's, a, it's another fucking show another show that my girlfriend and i have like it's you know we, we i i watched uh like I, I so i i kind of got her into breaking bad and then we started watching Better Call Saul as well, and we're so I, I I've watched season five and and she, like with with her I've been rewatching Better Call Saul and we are up to season five of that. Man, Better Call Saul is like 
I, has I'm no totally business being as incredible as it is. Like it's still yeah, yeah. Baffles me that the spinoff show about the kooky. Um, the one joke about him is he's a you know he's basically like a Grand Theft Auto character. Like, like, yep, like yep. he seemed like a joke punch, like a punchline character on the show. Who, when I remember reading the article saying Better Call Saul spinoff, I'm like, this is gonna be garbage. Like, yep, so I just yep. remember going like, you're, you're like this no, characters like that never work. Right, like, like, yeah. like when they got the reins themselves, and they're the thing. Like, it never worked. And then I was like, I've just been proven wrong every season. Like, this only gets better. This only gets better. It's, it's arguably better so than Breaking Bad, which is like a crazy yeah. thing to top. Like, it's like, crazy. Well, like Breaking Bad by comparison feels like the loud action movie. Like, it feels like the dumb action movie to which Better Call Saul. Like, that's like the response to yeah. that to dumb action movies show already. Yes, but then yeah, yeah, in yeah. its own in its own like realm it is like the, the big dumb action movie of itself i guess <laughs> like i totally get yeah, you totally like yeah 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 for some reason you've never felt as tense as you have in like breaking bad the, the show with you know murderers like drug kingpins like <laughs> people blowing up shit with crystal you know like like crazy shit like, yeah there's no more tense moments than like the shit in better call saw which is a lot of like white collar bullshit <laughs> it's like yeah yeah like, or, like people screw each other over in a legal sense and it, yeah yeah exactly It'll, it'll, it'll just be like how minor day-to-day bullshit is cranked to the fucking 11s in fucking Better Call Saul. It's, it's, it's so good. It, like, and, and also, like, having watched season five now, there are, there are like, what you real like, I, I watched season five and then immediately on YouTube I got recommended a scene from the second season of Breaking Bad. It's the bit where fucking, and, and you know, like, if, if you're, if you're watching through Better Call Saul just now, maybe actually don't go back to this point. Wait until uh, you've gotten to the end of season five. You said this exact same thing on our last episode, and I, yes. I know exactly what you're about to say. I, yeah, I think yeah. I accidentally said the thing last time. I'm not going to say it this time. Well, so 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 it's 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 the bit where so, where Jesse and Walt the whole yes yes they 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 make themselves known to Saul, and Saul comes out with. A, like a line that sounds ad libbed as fuck in retrospect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. it's like you know, it's it's it just it, it's nothing. It, when you're watching Breaking Bad, it's nothing. But it sounds like goofy shit content- from the Goofy guy, basically. Like yes, but it, but when you're wa- when you've watched all five seasons of Better Call Saul and you know where season five ends, it is terrifying like the, just the way he words it. It's like it's it's one fucking line in this. Th- this entire show where i'm like oh fuck it's like oh and and like they, they even got in like um you know like a uh, fucking friend of the cartel like that that's not that's not a, a, a spoiler per se but they worked like that the thing with better call saul is that they managed to flesh out every single little part of Breaking Bad that wasn't necessary, like, that just existed in Breaking Bad, they managed to flesh every single part of it out in a way that didn't come across as fan service. Yeah, that, like, was, that was the thing. You'd, you'd, you'd see, like, you'd see, like, Los Poros Hermanos pop up or something, and you'd be like, uh-oh. Like, this is when it's gonna get yeah, dumb. Yeah. Like, here we go. Like, yes, and then it yes, doesn't, yeah, yeah. and it's like, what the fuck? It's They're actually treating it with respect. Oh my god. <laughs> and it's like, oh shit, like, Gus is at, you, you see, like, a way more fucking sinister side of Gus in this season, or, or, or in Better Call Saul, rather. And it's like, 
you know, man, like, the, yeah, like, so basically it's fucking Jojo and Better Call Saul that just get better, <laughs> like, as you go through them, it's like... Which is, like, the uh, exception to the rule of, like, most things, you know, like, you know, yes, like most, yeah, like, yeah. almost everything gets shitty the longer it's out, right? Like, yep, yep, <laughs> happened yep. to Metal Gear, it happened to fucking everything <laughs> awesome, like, but somehow, <laughs> yep, these, these shows stay amazing. I've, I've heard that... We haven't even touched the best JoJo part yet. The best JoJo part is apparently seven. Oh, really? And that's like so far into this dude's career because apparently, like, <laughs> it's just like, damn. But four was good. Five was amazing. Like, like, like they're all good. What the fuck? Like, How can I, seven I, be the best one? Like, that's crazy. Can you I, fathom I, something better than what I just saw? I I don't even know. The last manga I read was the fucking Pokemon manga. Like hey, when hey I was no. like, those are kid. cool because they just take the Pokemon world and they just go batshit crazy with it. They're just like, yeah, I mean, like we don't give a shit about the canon. That Pokemon manga when I was a kid, I remember that fucking that ruled. But like, you know, that like I, I after JoJo, like after I get to the end of this fucking anime, I'm reading the fuck out of those other parts because I'm like, I need more. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, holy shit. Yeah. Um, yeah. Those, I have part one, like a physical copy of the very first volume of part one somewhere around here. But yeah, that, that dude's art is just cool. Like, yeah, yeah, I feel like it's very hard in the anime format in that style to like actually be able to be like, oh, that's an Iraqi drawing. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, but it's like him and like Akira Toriyama. Those are the two guys I just know on site. Uh, Satoshi Khan probably too, but like, like. I just it like not not to you know because I like I like a lot of anime but like not to belittle a bunch of artists but it's like there is like that thing where it's like I I couldn't like if you sat a shit ton of characters down together I couldn't tell you who drew what but like yeah yeah I could tell you what fucking part each character is from if I stare at these guys like just by the way their noses are drawn you know and stuff like yes have you have you have you taken a look at what how Joseph is drawn now jo- Joseph and Jonathan because like his art style has completely changed since those started, and those guys like look completely different when he draws them now. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Like one hundred percent. Yeah, they become a lot like, softer. Is 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 um you know the the oh, uh, like hey, go, I gotta go. sorry I gotta I gotta accept the delivery downstairs. Can we pause it right now? Cool. Yes. Sorry. Yeah. For sure. I I was actually gonna say I need to uh, I, like bathroom break now. Cool. These guys do not <laughs> wait. All right. Sorry. I'll be right yeah. Back. Sure. Right. Cool. Right. Two seconds. <laughs> Yes, yes, yes. Oh my god. But yeah, I guess we've spent literally an hour and a half not talk. Well, actually, we, we talked about some video games in there. But uh, have you been playing anything during this? Oh, I have. Yeah. <laughs> Let me take you back to the good old year of 2006. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what what could have possibly come out in that time? Stop! You violated the law. No, it's um, it's it's Oblivion. <laughs> it's the Elder Scrawls, Oblivion, Game of the Year edition, and <laughs> Oblivion, Oblivion, and <laughs> goddamn, this game has aged like a fine wine. Like it is, <laughs> it's uh, it's actually like really fucking good. It holds up. I haven't played really? this since two thousand six. Actually, no. Uh, I haven't played it since October 2007. How do I know this? I went on one of those achievement aggregator sites, and I found the last time I got an achievement in this video game was 2007. Um, So that must have been the last time I played, because I borrowed it from some kid in my PE class, and to this day, I've been meaning to give that kid 60 bucks. I 
think I totally ripped off his copy of Oblivion. <laughs> but um, it's been like ten years, right? He's over. That's fine. Um, that, 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 that guy probably has. You, you ever several have somebody copies. give you something like like let like you borrow something and then you end up holding on to it for like four years and neither of you like talk about it and then one yes. day you both kind of awkwardly remember it and then your friends like, can I have it back? And you're like, well, I may have sold it. You know? <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, yeah. I might have like yeah. sold. Yeah, it was a whole thing. But I don't know, Ethan. If you're listening, which you're not, <laughs> from my PE class in sophomore year of high school, um, I'll get you a copy of Oblivion back. I think they're like fifteen bucks. Well, I mean, so this, the interesting thing with like, so this is I feel like this has always been kind of a thing, but Skyrim was viewed as like like it's it's hard to it's hard to think of the Elder Scrolls without thinking of Skyrim. Like Skyrim was that influential or it, it's, well, it's also been really being released over and over again for the last yes. nine fucking years so. well, that, well the, the thing, yeah, yeah that's that's the thing it's, it's, it's less like influential and more just like it's been so fucking in your face that it's hard to forget but it's like have we ever laid but, down our how we view the elder scrolls or at least how i do well, was, i don't know so, about so, you, so, this, it's a it's a it's one of those topics where you have to speak in a lot of absolute like like I will, I, I will probably say a lot of negative things about Skyrim in this upcoming conversation. Well, yes. Well, so, so that's, I, that's yeah. It's it's a compliment because I like the Elder Scrolls a shit. Like I love them. I really do. Like, but uh, RPGs, they, 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 the, the. Well, Skyrim is a bad RPG. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, but it's okay because the game does not give me the tool. Like, I have to use my imagination like I would in a tabletop game in Skyrim. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Like, half of the cool shit is me coming up with a backstory for my character in my head that never gets written down. I'm just like, oh, like, like, I always give myself, like, I, I never, when I play Skyrim, I refuse to fast travel, and I always give myself these little quirks, like, sometimes I'll be vegetarian, which is harder than you think to actually stay vegetarian in one of those games. Yes. A lot of venison yeah. running around. Yep, yep. Not a lot of vegetables to eat. Um, but little stuff like that, and it's just all the little, all little things. That, there's there's nuggets of fucking beautiful gold and gems in Skyrim in terms of like side quests. But compared to Oblivion and Morrowind, where like they're literally just like here's the world. Um, we taught you how to pick a lock, put on a shirt, swing a sword, go do the rest, you idiot. Like I love that. Like that's so yeah, cool. Yeah. Like just get out there. Where do you have to go? That's up to you, idiot. Like, go find, like, you just have to go find, we just told you there's a guy that wants to talk to you in three towns over. You go do whatever you want. Like, that's cool. But in Skyrim, it's like, you play and you're just like, man, they really want me to do this main quest. Yeah. Like, yep. A lot of urgency to it. And in Oblivion, I'm, I'm blown away by how insignificant my character is. I love it. You're not insignificant. You're, you're, you're playing a big role in the big plot, but you are the gopher for the main guy. Like, you're like the the guy who's gonna get written about in the history books in Oblivion. That's that's just an NPC. That's just Sean Bean. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, and you're the dude doing all the shit behind behind the scenes, and you're not gonna get a fucking nugget of that. You know, you're, you are not the Dragonborn. Nobody's hyping you up. You're the guy yeah. who saved that one town that was already fucked up. You're the hero of Kavach. So, so that's, that's what everyone that, calls you. You're just yeah. the guy who showed up and helped fight some demons. Like like so, like. That, that's that's way, the thing. You're way that more is, dude. You know, <laughs> like yeah. That, that's that's the thing. I think that's actually. So I actually a video I made in the very fucking early days of the channel. I think this was early 2016, maybe late 2015, something like that. I I made a video about The Witcher Three and why you know like it's it's an old video. I haven't watched it in years, but it's like you know it's probably unfucking watchable at this stage. But it's like 
that was a video about Nonsense. The Witcher yeah, all of Hamish's old videos are really good to watch it's, it's fine <laughs> he, he's, he's always going to say that but I, I will be the other voice of reason here and say they're, they're totally fine uh, the ones he's kept up I guess I, you are you are a serial uh, low key deleter though oh so. yeah 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 yeah. I, well actually yeah there's 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 a few videos that I've unlisted or whatever Birth but of there's... the Reader excuse me bring it back <laughs> I made a better version of that. Come on, everyone. Uh, hey, just because Bleach isn't the best Nirvana album doesn't mean that it doesn't have its place and you don't listen to it first chronologically. <laughs> Come on. Sure. But the... the uh, well, Yeah, so I, I made a video about The Witcher 3 and how that is a... The, like, The Witcher... Like, Geralt is not the one that... Like, the, the story of The Witcher 3 is not necessarily about like saving the world per se it's just yeah. you are kind of like or get, rather Geralt's motivations like the only reason he ever interacts with like the royalty of this world or like the quote-unquote important people in this world is because they'll pay him or they have some information that pertains to like a very personal quest it's like it's it's almost never about like oh my god this has like world-ending you know implications or whatever uh, or when they do, it's it's like Geralt's only involved because he's getting paid for it. Like he doesn't work for free. Like that's his catchphrase. And the counterpoint I always used there was Skyrim was because because it was like Skyrim. You play it and it's like yes, you are the Dragonborn. You are the fucking chosen one and all this shit. And I and ne- also I- you can become like the leader of every major faction despite yep. how those factions feel about each other, despite the people you've wronged on the way and. Even when you become the grand master of the fucking world, people still come up to you and go, "Let me guess, someone stole your sweet roll." And it's yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I have, I have not progressed since the very first day I started in this world. Great, awesome. Well, cool and, and, and this, this is the thing because it's interesting to hear you say that about Oblivion. Because at the start of this conversation, I was about to say, like, I, 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 there's for some reason I always kind of viewed the older Elder Scrolls games as better than Skyrim. No, no, they and, are. I, yeah. I, yeah, and I, I was like, that that seems like an interesting thing because Skyrim is the one that everyone remembers as like that is the defend that is the defining fucking Elder Scrolls game in a lot of people's minds. I'm gonna I'm gonna have to do the elite. I, sounds fucking elitist. So those people don't like RPGs, and I'm not saying <laughs> no, no. Like, like I'm, I'm being like I'm, I'm not being a dick. I'm like being real. Like like <laughs> the reason Skyrim is so successful is because it cuts out all the bullshit that usually is the gate that prevents non RPG liking people getting in. Sure. Like, there is no way to build a class that can fuck you 40 hours down the line in Skyrim. In Oblivion, not so much, but um, you, you, can, you can make a shit character in Oblivion, and maybe you shouldn't have done that. Like, yeah. uh, Morrowind, Morrowind is like the, go- yes. uh, is the golden god of perfect immersive simulation. You do everything. <laughs> you want to be the captain of the Thieves' Guild and the leader of the Mages' Guild? Fuck you. That's impossible. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> You want to kill that main character? That's fine. The plot is now ruined. Enjoy your dead world. <laughs> that's cool, man. Like that's what I want in my RPGs. Sure, yeah, kind of yeah. do that in Oblivion, but there are some invulnerable NPCs that they need. But yeah, like well, it's, this the, the, yeah, it's so antiquated yet it's hilarious how much we've lost from Oblivion. But because but the they thing were is... excited to try weird shit in Oblivion, a lot of it crashed horribly. But they were onto something, and instead of branching out, they took out, took away. Uh, the, the magic the system thing- is always what I point to to show you how simplified and kind of blander the blanderization that's a new word for, for, <laughs> uh, uh, where in Morrowind you can do fucking anything 
like with the spells. You want to fly across the continent? You can do that from the get-go if you know what you're doing. Like, literally, yeah. you can fly, and you just see the fucking continent shrink. Oblivion, they took away flying. But guess what? There's still weird shit, like walking on water. Crazy shit, and you can do all sorts of weird stuff, paralyzing people for, like, ungodly amounts of time. It's so hilarious, because you grinded your way to be able to make a spell that was just broken. You can punch someone in the face, and then immediately calm them, and they forget you punched them. Just weird, kooky shit. Uh, Skyrim, can't even walk on water. You can't do half of that fun social shit anymore. They've kind of yanked that out. It's just they keep removing stuff in the hopes that more people show up. And it, you know what? It's been working for them. I'm not going to yeah, say they're, yeah. they, were, they weren't onto something. They're clearly, like, and I like Skyrim, but it is like going, it's like wanting to go on. Skyrim is like going to a jungle-themed amusement park. Oblivion is like going on a safari. And Morrowind is like living in the jungle. <laughs> Get me? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, 100%. And I want to live in the jungle. But I'm also kind of afraid of living in the jungle. So I do like a safari from time to time. But sometimes I just want to get naked and run in the jungle. You know? <laughs> I guess it's a great way to explain how I'm feeling about Elder Scrolls. But hey, sometimes you're not in the mood for all that crazy shit. The kids are here. They're screaming. They just want to go to Disneyland. Let's go to Disneyland. Skyrim. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. Like, it's, I mean, you know, I, 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 I don't know. The, the thing with Skyrim that always got me was that it, it had the problem of like, the modern Fallout games where, uh, you know, obvi- well, before Fallout 4, obviously, where it was like, th- they had the jank that was like, excusable in fucking Morrowind or, yeah, you know. The jank or- stopped being cute around Skyrim. Oblivion, yes. everyone gave it a pass to because for the time, believe it or not, I'm gonna, do not laugh at this. Oblivion had the best graphics of all time when it came out. Yeah, it like, was yeah, cool yeah. as shit. It like, looked fucking wild, yeah. Like, I saw pictures of the stone walls in Oblivion in Game Informer, and I was like, I gotta get an Xbox 360. This is some crazy shit. Like, <laughs> I, I remember looking at the crowd of zombies in Dead Rising and seeing how good the lettuce looked in a supermarket in a picture there, and then the walls of fucking a castle in Skyrim with to- that looked wet with torchlight bouncing off them. And I was like, what the fuck? Video games are just movies now, dude. This is great. Like, just- <laughs> Which is hilarious now, because you look at Oblivion, and it's like this overwashed mess of nightmare fuel creatures. I'm just like, is that a orc? Is that a normal human? Is it both? my my girlfriend just messaged me she's in the other room saying heard you talking shit about skyrim i know where you live (laughs) (laughs) no no skyrim's fine but it's like a but it's i just (sighs) look sometimes you just want a hamburger and that's great and that's why skyrim's always there it's open 24 7 but sometimes i want to sit down and i want to take my time i need a, a, a 64 ounce steak with all the trimmings it's, it's, yeah, I mean, like my—I I should say—my girlfriend is like Skyrim is one of her favorite games of all time, and uh, yeah, it's uh, like, but you know, see, she, I, she, okay. she, she, I, I she, gotta, she, I gotta, I gotta now the, backtrack like five paces and, and it's, again it's reiterate, fine, like, I love Skyrim, like in terms of a like starting that game, putting in the mod that skips that horrible intro, and you just cut in a direction and run, and you make your own fun. You pull out a notebook and you take your own notes. You do not use the fucking waypoints. Killer fucking game, but yeah. it is still quite hollow. For what I when I go to the store, when I'm shopping for a good RPG to to RP in the G, like <laughs> Skyrim is not scratching that itch. Is like I don't know. I just I always feel like I, everybody I talk to this about. I go, what class do you usually end up becoming in Skyrim? Like you know, once you've built up your stats, and it's always a 
guy, a high illusion thief guy who always like has a shit ton of magic for like opening locks and is always hitting people with a bow from far away or getting back steps. It's like yeah. everyone plateaus into the same fucking character. That's horrible. <laughs> it's not what you should do. Like, I like the weird. I I like a like an RPG that is willing to let you fail and will be like you failed, but also like see what it's like to fail. You know what I mean? Yes. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You don't have to be Superman here. Like a like Skyrim is the ultimate power trip because it is like every fantasy person coming up and going, "You're the most amazing guy in the world. Do you want my voice of screaming at fire?" I don't know. You know, and then like you have like a hell power all of a sudden. It's, the the power ramp in Skyrim is like from the get go. You're already Jesus. Like, yes. Yeah. 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 Yeah, and for as sure. We know Jesus is like nine out of ten on the power scale for powering characters. Like, like, like Jesus. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Beyond that, it's uh, Jotaro Joe Kujo. <laughs> the Joe original Rogan's, Jojo. Joe Rogan is the most powerful thing on the planet. What are you, crazy? You, just, you see that Spotify deal that motherfucker got? He's running circles around us. Like, Joro's Bizarre Adventure. Like, I don't like the guy. <laughs> but I'm, I'm not going to say that that guy didn't just make bank off of podcasting like we should be. <laughs> that, that That is actually... That, that whole thing is... That whole thing is nuts. Like, that... Like, Thanks, Spotify. We're on there too, yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, <laughs> b- before long, we'll be getting our exclusivity deal from uh, Spotify. Dude, I'd love um, to get an email from Spotify being like, do you want to just keep doing what you're doing, but have millions more dollars? Yes. <laughs> exactly. Oh, we're we're making the change from the very lucrative deal we current ha- currently have with Anchor. Sorry. Oh, are, are you, is this Spotify's way of signaling to us that maybe we need to smoke way more DMT than we're already smoking? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, oh, look man. at the size of that fucking Skyrim mountain. You, you can walk to that mountain. Damn, that thing will tear your eyes off. Tear, tear your eyes off. <laughs> so, what do you think about uh, fast travel, Elon Musk? <laughs> did, did, uh, so, did you did you listen to that fucking latest Joe Rogan podcast with Elon Musk? Uh. What do you mean the most? Re- the one where they're ripping that fat blunt. <laughs> no, so, so they 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 did they did a more recent one. Oh my god! Uh, like no. like a couple of weeks ago, that was like the thing is this is the fucking thing with Elon Musk where it's like that dude on Twitter, like you know, he's he's like the tech guy who's like he's coming out with all this edgy shit, girls. yeah. Yeah, he's, like, coming out with all this, like, edgy shit, and he, like, names his fucking kids, like, Zalon or whatever the fuck he's called it. Um, and he's tweeting out he fucking... twelve 12 j 792 Yeah, exactly. Uh, but then he goes on fucking Joe Rogan, and it's the most awkward fucking conversation I have... It's, it's barely a conversation. It's Joe Rogan, who is not, like, the best host to begin with, like, who then fucking... He's talking to this guy that responds with, uh, yo, yo, uh, nope. Yeah, yep. I mean, he's it's, it's just like, like he's, his, he's just like his weird, uh, nerd cultists where it's like, they're, yep. they're, they're like the, you know, the, the flashiest guy at the dance, uh, yes, <laughs> on the internet in the realm of, you know, talking shit. But, you know, once you get that guy away from the computer, you see him at the show. <laughs> that motherfucker's exactly. nothing. He has a pile of goo and some fucking vans, dude. Nothing. <laughs> Oh man, is it like he's just that kid from the B9 board who was always talking big and he'd always want to meet yep. you at the show and step to you. And then you'd show up and he'd be fucking s- sitting on the wall the whole show looking at his phone. Oh like, god. There 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 is there 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 was there was there was one fucking like 
Twitter is the worst thing, like just just in general, like just the worst. But there is the, the and the idea of Twitter discourse has been like whenever the discourse is brought up in any capacity, I'm like that is going to be the least fucking interesting thing ever like i can't especially in these fucking times the after times where i'm like i there, there was there was no way i could possibly give the remotest shit about anything that you're getting excited about on twitter.com the 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 one exception to that is now we have elon musk tweeting out take the red pill we have ivanka trump retweeting that saying taken we then taken. have we then have one of the, one of the fucking Wachowski twins Uh-oh. replying to that saying "fuck you" because oh, obviously I thought, like, I thought the, you were about to say the Wachowski twins were like us too. No, 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 no. So like, so I was like, so, Damn, like Matrix Four just got a lot more interesting. <laughs> like, or, like so, 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 so it, I, I can't remember which which of the Wachowskis it was, but obviously, like you know like the 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 whole the matrix and the red pill as like you know opening uh, the way that has been like taken on by you know like men's rights activists and you know fucking homophobes and transphobes That's and all right. that kind of shit like i it's, actually it, forgot it's from the matrix i can't it, believe it, that it, like yeah exactly it's so, so then, far removed now it's like yeah, yeah that's right but now you yeah. have the, the like one of the wachowskis like who is trans replying to both like Ivanka Trump and fucking Elon Musk saying "fuck the both of you," then you have yeah, Grimes. Think already just plugged into those cocoons. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This yeah. is all just a fucking nightmare. <laughs> like, but but then you have plug my head and just give me the goo. Or I mean, it gets worse or better depending on your viewpoint. You have Grimes's mum fucking tweeting out saying. Oh, you know, like your wife has just gone through this like really fucking harrowing like childbirth or whatever. The child is not, you know, like and if if your if if your if your if your wife or girlfriend has gone through this, I can't remember if they're actually married or not. If you've gone, if your wife or girlfriend has gone through this like traumatic childbirth or whatever, and you're you're over sixteen years old, maybe you shouldn't be tweeting out this MRA bullshit. <laughs> and I'm like, wait, what the fuck? And then someone retweeted elon musk saying you know like oh this what the fuck are you doing this fucking men's rights activist bullshit for like when you've, you when your your kid is like three weeks old or whatever grimes's mum replies to that fucking tweet saying not even not even three weeks like two weeks old or something like that and i'm like this 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 hell world we live in just some like that is the only fucking twitter discourse that has ever interested me because that fucking wrangles in like the music industry the fucking tech industry the fucking president of the united states in this, a weird fucking way crimes seem like some goofy like kid I don't know, like, like in the middle like, of all this <laughs> you know like i i, I am like there has never been any kind of discourse or like you know insight into any kind of fucking relationship or anything like that that i've ever said that i've ever thought to myself like i want to know this except grimes and fucking elon musk any other details of any relationship that get posted on fucking honestly like any any kind of like shit that gets posted about any kind of a relationship drama or fucking anything like that online i don't want to fucking know except 
Grimes and fucking Elon Musk. That is the only shit on Twitter.com that I have ever fucking been like, man, I need to know fucking more. Because it's like, we've got the fucking Wachowski twins. Like, the fuck... Oh, it's it's just... It's... Oh, it's so Will there juicy. be an Elon Musk character in the Wachowski's Matrix 4? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. It's, it's so good. It's so good. Um... What the fuck were we talking about? We're talking about Skyrim. <laughs> just, just how sick Oblivion is. Uh, <laughs> Oblivion's awesome. Uh, really is. Yeah, yeah. so good. Uh, it's just something that, and like the jank. It's that jank that you know. Some jank you come back and you're like, oh, this is even worse. Like this jank is. You come back and you're like, damn, this is bad. But it's like a, it's like a lovable jank because the jank is yeah. like watching these systems completely crash into brick walls and do like. Yeah, Simul- yeah, yeah, like somehow crashing into each other, yet also each other is also a brick wall. It's hilarious. It's like you have a guy who was about to kill another guy, and then they stop fighting mid conversation to go well met, and then <laughs> and then immediately break into a conversation about I hear the fighters guild is a great way to earn some extra gold, and the guy goes I suppose, and then he walks off, and then they get in a fight again. It's like yes, this is great. This is that's, so that's, weird. That's brilliant. Like just the, the the radiant AI system, as they called it, it was it, it was spinning out of control. I watched I I'm like I'm like into Oblivion right now. Like I watched the fucking forty five minute documentary with Todd Howard, the, the chess club thing comes from. <laughs> yeah, yes, I was in the chess club. Yeah, you know, like fucking Todd Howard's voice. Uh, I'm sorry, Todd. You're always gonna have that voice. Whatever. It it's too funny. Uh, but uh, yeah, he's. But like you can. In that documentary, they're they're all but saying, "Yeah, we bet off a lot more than we could treat. We designed these incredible systems that are probably like ten years ahead of schedule in terms of where games are at right now. But yeah, they're really cool. You should see. We made this one guy, and he made it so you can't buy any armor. It's really a, uh, it's really cool. <laughs> you can tell it's like kind of stressing them out. Like they, yeah. they, this AI is like a little too crazy for them. <laughs> so, oh man! So the the end product, what you get in Oblivion, is really kind of like. They dumbed down their hyper intelligent AI, but it's everyone saw it breaks free of the chains that they put in. <laughs> and madness. There's a there's a character that is obsessed with uh, stealing forks that made it into the game, and it's they didn't do this on purpose. But apparently, there's a character who goes around like is fascinated with forks, so he keeps getting forks. But then eventually, there's going to be no more legal forks to take, so they're going to start stealing forks, which can then get them murdered by the town guards, <laughs> which can then ruin a quest line. <laughs> and that's awesome. That, that's <laughs> so funny. Like, yeah, the, the, like I, I think I think the 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 thing that like defines for for me anyway, the thing that defines a weird like weirdly defines a good video game RPG is the idea that shit can break like that. Like yeah. it's it's the idea that, like it's 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 you're you're not in a world where everything is catered to you. It's that you're in a world where all these systems just exist and at a certain point they will snap and the, the, like the way that an in, it a system storytelling by accident. It's yes, hilarious. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, for sure. It's it is it is like that um and I feel like Skyrim was always that way where it was the same with like the 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 other the, the more modern Fallout titles where it was like okay, here's a character you can't kill because if you do, then the story doesn't necessarily work. Whereas in, like, Oblivion or fucking Morrowind, it's like, I mean, after a certain point, like, you've got to protect this character from getting killed because the systems that run them Very are hard. like... Like, it's, it's like, that, that kind of shit is like, 
is is amazing. It's because because you have to then save this. You have to protect this character from the systems that govern this world. It's like that. That's like real fucking storytelling there. Like that's intense. you start fighting like the game, and then you realize like, well, is that not on par with just like fighting your dungeon master, which is what a game engine fucking is? Like, yeah, yeah. So you're like. This is kind of the most RPG RPG of all time because yeah, yeah, yeah. this hilarious dice roll random. Like I, I fast traveled to a to an inn, and as I arrive at the inn, a, I I try to fast travel again because I realized I clicked on the wrong place, and it says you can't fast travel when enemies are nearby. And I'm like, what? What enemy? <laughs> like I just got here, and then I turn around, and a bear immediately like <laughs> tackles me. But then followed by the bear are like five <laughs> demonic vampires that I guess have been chasing it through the woods the entire time. So then I just get roped into this fight and I got like completely obliterated. <laughs> I was just looking for mushrooms. <laughs> the best part too. Just foraging. Oh, it's great. It's great. Just goofy shit like that. Oh, man. The, or uh, uh the, one of the best ones is... I was trying to steal this guy's house key off this guy to sneak into his house to, like, steal a bunch of his expensive weapons. I did it while he was asleep. He woke up, but I got the key. He stood up and yelled for the guards to come get me. But after that, he started stabbing me. And he stabbed me just as one of the guards came to respond, and the guard just saw him stab me. Oh, God. And then proceeded to murder that guy. That and then is, they just left oh. me in there, and then I was like, well, I guess mission accomplished. That is, like, weirdly, like, another, like, the games that get that right outside of that thing are, like, the Grand Theft Auto games, and, yeah. like, Red Dead, the, the Red Dead games, where it's, like, if you get, if, if like, it's, it's weird, because there's a lot of RPGs out there that would really benefit from this, but it's, like, if you see a, if if the police just see a character attack you, even if you've provoked it, then they will like the police will attack the character attacking you. It's like which is hilarious and way more realistic. Cause it's like context for the NPC. Like the NPC only yeah. has their context because that's all that they, their literal eyes saw, which is just great. Like it rules because <laughs> oh, the uh, these side quests in this game are like fucking incredible. Just like yeah. So all these good fantasy short stories, basically. Like, you know, there's some boring shit, like, go get my daughter in a cave or something like that. You know, like, that's always boring. But, like, there's just, like, the the uh, Dark Brotherhood Guild stuff is, like, f- so good. Yeah. Uh, that's just the Assassin's Guild, and they just give you these, like, so, like, yeah, you need to kill this guy. Uh, you need to pretend to kill this guy, then give him an antidote later so that these guys will stop uh, <clears throat> trying to... Uh, collect this Dedios, or uh, there's a murder mystery mansion quest, yeah, where you get locked into a mansion with people who, are, and whoever like outlives the night gets all this money. But in reality, you're just trying to kill all five of them without uh, any of them knowing that you're doing it. Right. So you just proceed to just try to find these creative ways to have people die. Like you leave out poisoned food, or you try to like maybe like push them into fire or something. <laughs> like it's, I love it. Like. Uh, great game aged incredibly well i'm good i'm seeing it through to the end nice i'm already, I'm, I'm, like, I'm glad to hear I, that i'm very distracted from the main plot i gotta say uh, yeah well i, I feel <laughs> like in 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 all of like bethesda's rpgs the main plot has always kind of sucked on some level it sucked just compared to like a lot of the other stuff there is to do uh this one yeah. does a good job of making it like it's still the weakest out of like other shit that's going on but what's cool is it they overlap it into side quests so like you never feel like oh like you know i maybe should i not be saving the world right now like you never feel like oh like this is kind of like 
I, I know like you can like there is no time limit, but certain quests and games just kind of feel like maybe I should be getting to that. Like Skyrim is a hilarious example because Skyrim makes every main quest seem like it's the most urgent thing in the world, but you can take years to get to the next quest. You know, like if you felt like it. Yeah, yeah. And in Oblivion, they're more like, hey, like to close this demon gate, we're gonna need like this artifact. But it doesn't matter which one. So if you come across one, that's fine. Like, or here's one that we know about for the main quest. So like they'll give you a little marker for the main quest, but it's like. Also, if you just want to like fuck around and maybe you'll find another one while you're doing stuff, like we'll take yeah. it like, like the, they take away the specific specificity. Is that a word? Um, specificity. Specificity. Um, <laughs> um, like, yeah, like it's, it's kind of funny how doing that makes it makes the main quest breathe so much more. Like instead of having it be like, I need the fucking Carlin Nescar from Bilbo Baggins's devil village. You know, I'm just making sure. Um, like, <laughs> Like, instead, I'll just be like, hey, man, like, you know, there's a shit ton of ruins out here we don't even know about, and there's many artifacts from this ancient civilization. We just need, like, one of them. Like, just, you know, maybe you'll get lucky. Maybe you already have one. And I, and I fucking yeah. had four on me because I was already <laughs> pillaging shit. So it was like, boom, done. Oh, and just so you know, there's this guy in this town who, if you have any more of those, like, buys them. And then there's that whole part. Like, it's so cool. I don't know. Just. Can you remaster this one? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> like. Like Skyrim 2011 is pretty janky, but it's like I don't know. I mean, it's like yeah. the faces not look like fucking monsters in this one. Oh my god! Yeah, I had a whole fucking uh, I got a whole sidetracked and almost became its own game where I became a vampire and had to find a cure, and it was incredible. Yeah, like yeah. the way they yeah. the way the game all of a sudden gets flipped upside down. You have to like approach shit. You can't go outside during the day, like literally, like unless you feed on the regular. But it's weird feeding because you can get caught and it's oh, it's so good. Like. I don't know. It's just you. You. You really made me want to go back and play Oblivion again now. Yeah, it's fucking cool. Like I, I was, I was, I always well, for for a while. I, I've been meaning to play Oblivion the last like five years, but um, ever since I built my PC, it, it's one of those games that's like too old. Yes. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, or, yeah. Or my yeah, computer's yeah. too new. Like Windows Ten in this game, like do not mix. But for whatever reason, it's just working now. I don't have any mods installed other than the unofficial patches for. Oblivion vanilla and then one of the expansions. Everything else is vanilla. Um like and it it's fine. Like all of a sudden it runs fine. I'm really confused. Like 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 for years I swear I would launch this game and it would immediately give me a critical error and I'd just be like, "Well, I guess I'm just not playing Oblivion for years until I track down an Xbox copy." And it just yeah. started working again. It's great. Nice. It's not like mod required like you need for Morrowind where like you legitimately should put some mods on Morrowind, but uh, I just found out all my Morrowind mods are like 10 years old and don't work, so that's a nice headache I'm going to have to deal with when I eventually go back to Morrowind. Yeah, yeah. Because that's the, that's the dream game, is to carve out time for Morrowind. Yeah, it's... And that's a lot of reading, and a lot of uh, slow walk, yeah. and a lot of... Uh, a, a, lot of a lot of stuff you, you... Like, I feel like the jank goes to another level there, where it's like... You know, it's it can be legitimately difficult to play at times from my memory. It's uh That's why you mod it. So you get rid of all the shit you don't like and then yeah, you yeah. uh you keep the cool ass story and you keep the crazy world and you keep the weird ethics of everything and like how it's one of those games where they're like we we have all the information on what you need to do and how you want to do the stuff you want to do in this world, but you literally have to seek it out like you would in a pre-internet world. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, go out and find it and study it. <laughs> like, which is cool, but you know, like it's a it's a big ask. So you got to like carve out a slot for a game like that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. 
That's awesome. Elder Scrolls games, uh, I wish I could say I was excited for 6, but I know you, Bethesda. That that game won't exist for seven years. Uh, How long have, has it been? Uh, Skyrim was 2011. Yeah. Um, it, it, been, it always blows my mind that Oblivion came out like three years after Morrowind. Like, damn. Y- y- yeah, Jesus. Like, yeah, yeah. Because Morrowind looks like a... Like, like, it looks like a fucking late stage PS One game. Sometimes, I I remember talking. I remember my friend telling me about Morrowind in fucking high school. Like, you can kill anyone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's always stuff like that. Like, dude, you can just kill anybody. Like, dude, it's crazy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but oh, I, it's I, expected I, uh, after Starfield. Yes. You yeah, know, that yeah, game that, that doesn't fucking exist. <laughs> that, that, yeah, that game that no work has actually been done on because... Uh, 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 nice to know that Elder Scrolls 6 will be released after a game that is TBA. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, Elder Scrolls Blades came out. Yeah. It. Uh, neither did I. Um, man. It's, uh... I don't know. I mean, there, there, there are, like... I mean, I feel like I got a sneeze, sir. It's the corona. No, it's not. Um, excuse me. Uh, uh, but yeah, uh, I, I, I don't know. Like, there's, there's a lot of. There are a lot of games that, like, we talked about last, last time. That oh yeah, I feel like. But it's so hard for me to get like actually enthusiastic about the Final Fantasy VII remake at this stage. It's I was like, going to say we should just push that to next week because I need to, like, play more of that. Yeah. Like, 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 not only have I not played enough, like, I, I, it's been a while since I played that tiny bit I played now. Yeah, and yeah. I, uh, I just can't remember shit. I, I, like, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. I, I want to I get it the, fresh in my brain again. Because, I mean, we could talk about that or the thing that we could really talk about is fucking Fahrenheit. The, the game that matters, the, the, the game that everyone's talking about right now. Or as we um, say here in America, Indigo Prophecy. Indigo Prophecy. Also known as that game where the guy is mumbling to himself in the bathroom and then those Shenmue <laughs> button prompts pop up and yep. I think X-Play thought this game was dumb or something. That's all I remember about Indigo Prophecy. I mean, it's, it's, it's actually, it's, it's interesting coming to this, like, in, from the, the, the conversation about, like, Jank in Oblivion and Skyrim because I feel like in Oblivion, the jank was understandable because, like you know, like 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 you say, like the visuals of that game for the time were incredible and like staggering. Just yeah, like yeah. <laughs> oh by the time God. by by the time you get to Skyrim, it's a little less excusable to have that much jank. It, it's kind of the same here, where it's like you know, Detroit Become Human being as fucking stupid and dumb as fuck as it is. Going back to Fahrenheit, like, it's more just a thing where, like, it works in almost exactly the same way, like, where it's just, like, you know, man, like, the only thing that was really improved about David Cage's storytelling between fucking Indigo Prophecy and fucking Detroit Become Human is, like, the graphics. (laughs) It's, like, but, man, like... Indigo Prophecy fucking sucks. Like, so fucking hard. And it's also, like, again, like, like, so, it's actually interesting. I know I talked about my fucking girlfriend a lot this episode, but it's like, 
you know, my girlfriend and I played through Detroit Become Human when it came out. Like, we played through a lot of that game together, and we had such a fucking good time with that game. Like, we, we hadn't been going out that long, like, it was actually, it was, it was, it was kind of a bonding thing between us where we were like, <laughs> like, we were in fits of fucking laughter playing Detroit Become Human. That game was so fucking dumb, and it was so funny. And we actually played through a lot of Fahrenheit together as well, like, recently. And god damn, that game sucks so bad, but it's, like, in, in such a funny fucking way. Like, there is so much theory of a dead man in that game that I'd completely forgotten about. And, uh, yeah, it's, it, like, it, it, man, it's, it's, oh, it, it's, uh, like, if you thought the cute, the, the quick time events were like bad in you know like heavy rain where you've got where it's like okay you you hold down on the right analog stick to take a piss like they are fahrenheit is like sorry if i use fahrenheit and indigo prophecy like interchangeably yes it's it's, it's, like it's literally the same game it's just they believe now they just call it fahrenheit because when they re-released it it, indigo prophecy was like nowhere near it so i think it's who the fuck why did the name I, change? Like, what the I, f- it, it was. It was just. Oh damn! The, the, Don't want to encroach on Fahrenheit the movie. Band? <laughs> yeah. like, who had the name? Like nobody has the name. Who cares? I, I I don't know. It was just. It was. It was really fucking wild. But the 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 quick time events in that game are like are so like it's it's literally just like okay here's here's a thing you're doing on screen and here comes this fucking bop it level fucking like simon says bullshit where it's just it's, like okay it's like shenmue right like where it's like beep beep yeah. and you just like hit it real quick and it's like wow yeah, that was yeah. weird it yeah looked really it, like, shoved into the game and unnatural yeah it, it it doesn't correspond with anything that actually happens on screen um and just like, like heavy my, rain yeah, yeah <laughs> like exactly well well the thing is like heavy rain was bad for its quick time events and fahrenheit is worse like so, this is the thing. Like so, I actually got I actually got a comment. I, I'm I'm thinking of doing a video on on Fahrenheit because like I I I just released one or you know I released one a couple of weeks ago on Asher's Wrath and I talked about the quick time event and that and how Asher's Wrath kind of actually elevates the quick time event to like an art form where it's like. This is just using the it's it's using the control layouts of like a brawler, but it's making sure that every punch has like so much fucking weight. And someone commented saying like, you know, you're gonna you're gonna hate this, but David Cage games work the, the exact same way. And I'm like, <laughs> no, no, they don't. It's like they they because David Cage games have you like taking ages to like wash the dishes or take a piss or like you know juggle for for like a bit or whatever. And it's it's just not the same fucking thing, um, like I, I, I don't know. Prepares you for this? It's it, like honestly, <laughs> it's, it's it's like if if you're like playing guitar along to fucking theory of a dead man, like it's it's oh god, it's it, like <laughs> and, and but then it's like the next scene you're fighting like imaginary fucking beetles that appear in your fucking character's head, and you're doing like matrix flips over them so- and stuff. If I'm, I'm, I'm reaching back into the deepest parts of my mind to maybe try to remember the plot of this. It's you wake up in a 
in a bathroom and you yes. just killed someone, but you don't remember it? Yes. Okay. But that's all I think I remember. <laughs> so, like, so it's, it's, so it's a thing where, like, it starts and it's like, you know, it, 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 it's, the writing is so bad. Like, just in the sense of, like, it is the most, like, screenwriting 101 class, like, level shit where, it like, a student fucking, like, rushed their homework on the day before it's due or whatever, where it's like, man, New York, the Big Apple. I was just a pawn living a pawn's life. Until I uh, fucked uh, everything up. Yeah, yeah. I mean, literally, <laughs> like, like, almost literally, that is exactly what the fucking intro to this game fucking is. Um, New York City. Home. <laughs> what else it used to be? <laughs> like, it might as well fucking be. Um, and, and it's like, and, and, <laughs> like this is a guy that they're like man this guy's a nihilist and like they're trying to make it out like he's he's really deep for reading Nietzsche so they have a copy of Thus Spoke Zarathustra Zarath I can never fucking pronounce it um but you know like like a fucking like the Nietzsche book lying next to his bed and he picks it up and says Thus Spoke Zarathustra I I the pages are afraid I've read it so much it's like they're trying Maybe to make if I like, talk about how much well read I am, people will think I am smarts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and it's uh, <laughs> it, like, it, it, and uh, you know, it, and it's, it's totally like this is this is a guy that he's he's like. <laughs> there, there's a bit where you're in his fucking apartment, and you can like, you can do a quick time event sequence where it's like, you you punch a punching bag, and then eventually you it off like it like you kick it off the chain and it goes flying across his apartment he's like i feel myself getting stronger and it's just you 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 know that this is what david cage thinks is like the height of strong intellectualism where it's like a guy that reads nietzsche who can like punch a punching bag off a wall it's it like it, it, it's, it's, it's the perfect nuts. man it, like yeah 100 <laughs> percent. and then but also like so this this is the thing with this game where because this was the first one of these that he did really like you know this this is like where the the thing from like the format of like heavy rain and beyond two beyond two souls and detroit become human this was kind of like the the origin of that specific style like there's there's like an ambition there that is really like interesting to see how he botches that like it's not like detroit become human where it's like man this is like one of the most technically advanced like or you know like visually you know like stunning like the detail in this game visually is amazing and the storytelling is is from a fucking 10 year old like what the fuck is going on like like this guy should fucking know better whereas like in fahrenheit it's like you know, I can kind of excuse that because because this was like the first thing that he'd done in this style, and it's like I I, I don't know. It's it's man. It, it like it, there's 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 something. It's just it's so fucking funny. But it's like you know, they, he really tried to make this game where like anything could fucking happen to the point that like. You know, he he wanted to make a game without like game over screens or whatever, but instead of game over screens, he now just has bits where it goes, 
well, that's the end of my story. <laughs> like, it's, you know, like... What if the game over screen was still there, but we just didn't put the words game over? Innovation. Like, <laughs> exactly, exactly. Cool, David Cage. Uh, I, like, to the point cool. where, like, you, you, can, you can be in this guy's apartment. Like, you can end this game technically in minutes because, like, you go to the guy's apartment after he's killed this guy and he's escaped the diner and it's like he picks up the painkillers because he's because he's fucking slashed his arms and he picks up the painkillers like oh don't take alcohol with these and you take them and then you go and drink <laughs> you go and drink a beer and then he fucking dies i just think it's really <laughs> not to say that suicide is funny but the thought of someone like yes and then walking over to pills and going better not drink alcohol with these <laughs> Like a Budweiser so, or something. So business, so businesslike about it. It's, it's like exactly. It's, it's it's like yeah. It's like it's like a human didn't write this. It's David like, Cage a robot. I just, he, he he managed to make like suicide a fucking storytelling device in his fucking like mechanical ass fucking video game. It's like he seems to do this every game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He takes something like that, like really. Like he's like gamifies it, but it's like why yeah, did you like, do that? It's weird. In in Detroit Become Human, he gamified like the fucking Holocaust essentially. Like you were like slavery <laughs> in the Holocaust. It's like what are you doing, you madman? This is <laughs> I feel like embarrassed playing this. Like someone's yep, gonna yep. walk by and be like, "What's this?" <laughs> be like oh, you really don't want to see this. Oh man, it, like but but in Fahrenheit, it's like it's so good because it goes like like. At the very least, in like Heavy Rain and Detroit Become Human, he like you can tell he's like, oh, I need to make this more mature. I need to ground this more. Whereas in Fahrenheit, he goes full fucking David Cage wacko with it, and it is so funny. Like because it is it is the worst. It's maybe one of the worst stories I've ever seen in a video game, <laughs> it's, it's, it, which is saying something, and. But it's but it's great because it believes it's like the 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 height of video game maturity. It it believes like to the point that you can go on the computer in in game and you can see the website and the news websites and stuff, and it'll come up like oh video games blamed for such and such massacre, and it'll talk it'll have like a, a kind classic. of satiric yeah yeah the postal two way yeah exactly yes exactly you know like exactly. Two did it better than you did yeah yeah exactly it's like it's, so this Postal time they'll, they'll... Is better commentary <laughs> and that game is literally just about pooping and murdering exactly it's like that, that's the game with a literal piss button um like, that's literally the game that the, all the anti-video game people are, are like scared of and then it still has more to say is, uh, i like it, you know, but there's like, but the thing is, like, David Cage thinks he's like going into like heights that storytelling, video game storytelling hasn't reached, and then it goes into like fucking weird like monk aliens and shit, and it's like, it, like D- David Cage, do you not see what the like? How do you not see this? Oh, it's 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 it's. I I will probably do a video on this at some point because it is so funny to me and like part of me is like dreading the dreading the idea of doing a video on another david cage game because i did a video on detroit become human a couple of years ago and i still get comments on that video saying 
oh, you must only like Call of Duty because you don't oh, appreciate yeah. you don't Whatever. appreciate the, the, the video game grants of video yeah. games is what we call those. <laughs> I clapped. I cried. <laughs> Nothing prepares you for this. That's what David Cage wants the reaction to every one of his games to. Like, unironically, you know oh, it. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, like, on, on, honestly, yeah, like, it, it, like he, he, wants, he wants the fucking, like, Lemmy version of Richard E. Grant. <laughs> like, he, wants, he, wants, he wants to spellbind you with his crap, his wordsmithing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. His, but, but the, his, 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 he's shining a light on the parts of society we don't want to see. But, I, like, can't he, he, but, I can't even pretend to say this but he doesn't, he's, he's so he, lame. He's so hacky. He, but he, he he doesn't realize that he's he's the guy saying shit like, "Oh, I was New York, the big the big apple. I was living a pawn's life. I was a pawn living a pawn's life." It, like, you know, he's I, like, so close to being Tommy Wiseau. I just like I can't look like. Uh, so so like the he idea, just talks better. Like <laughs> the, the idea of the room of video games gets thrown around so much. I do not think there is like you know it gets it gets it gets thrown around with like Ride to Hell, where it's like. Oh, this is a bad video game. Like, no, no. It's the room. The room of video games is every single video game that David Cage has ever made because there is an earnestness there. There is like, there is there is a belief that he is furthering the medium of video games that is is like is is like. Oh, what have you said, me? Okay, just look at the part. Look at the info on personal life on David Cage's Wikipedia. Oh God, oh man. This says everything you need to know about David Cage. (laughs) <laughs> right okay let's see let's see i mean also this has been locked from editing on wikipedia um it's personal- still hilarious because oh my god literally it just, just a, a five word sentence for his personal life cage identifies as an atheist that's it that's his personal life it's- <laughs> It's just like, of course, of course, that would be the thing he makes prominent. He's just that guy. He's, you know what he is? He's a guy who learned to take off the fedora and just put it back in the closet. But he's still a fedora. Oh, I am fucking. I'm trying so hard not to like wake this up man, my girlfriend laughing. This, like this man, like punchlines his own life. It's fucking brilliant. Like it's like, holy shit! The, the, like literally, the David Cage. Wikipedia article personal life reads Cage identifies as an atheist. That's it. It also has a <laughs> someone tagged it. <laughs> yeah, so, what's, what's what's the what's the tag? Uh it says uh, David Cage. I remember how scared we were. <laughs> <laughs> the Quantic Dream boss reflects on his gambles with heavy rain, the inspiration for Beyond, and the future of his studio. <laughs> this is an article oh. from twenty twelve, so the Kara demo had probably just come out. That's it. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, here we go. In the supernatural, do you believe... In the supernatural... Oh, are you a big believer? And then David Cage says, a big believer in what? And then the question says, in the supernatural, do you believe in ghosts, for example? And then David Cage says, no, I'm afraid not. I'm an atheist. I don't believe in God at all. What? Oh, my... You believe in ghosts. You can be religious or not and believe in ghosts. Like... Oh. Holy oh, shit! Oh, that is funny. Just like as I'm fuck. vegan. That question, <laughs> <laughs> but with but with I'm a beast. Like...
Satan ghost. No, I'm an atheist. That's not the, <laughs> not quite the question. All right. Well. <sighs> oh God, that's so fucking funny. <sighs> oh man. Oh. Oh, but yeah. Sorry, I had to, uh, I had to mute myself because I was coughing. <laughs> that that is oh, that is so good. Um, but yeah. I uh, so you know potentially expect a video on this fucking disaster of a fucking video game. This is like becoming a sub series on your channel, like locked in the cage or some shit. You got to give it a subtitle. Oh my god, Nico! Oh, hell fuck. in a cage. <laughs> hell, hell, hell in a cell. <laughs> you just sell it a cage and just rip off the logo and just put cage. <laughs> oh, two, God. two men enter, one man leaves the cage, and then we have an image of you and David Cage shirtless about to fight. Oh. That's, that's <laughs> oh, oh, Rage man. cage. <laughs> oh. oh, that's so fucking funny. Um... So that's that's this is how we brand, this is how you expand the channel is you we literally lock you in a cage <laughs> it's like a three by three cage you have to play every David Cage game oh. live oh man it'll be like David Blaine but with video games David Game you can call yourself <laughs> uh okay I'm gonna say that with that because we're we we we've spoken a long time I I mean I really haven't played like much of note that I really care to talk about. I'm going we to see for a, an amount of time that a movie is about movies. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'm going to I'm going to say we get to questions because we got we got okay. quite a lot. Um, uh, Everything. So, all the games I played are good. I can't remember them all, but they're good. Yeah, yeah, sure. it's, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> um, so we 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 got uh, a good few questions in, and uh, I can't remember. I'm trying to find the, the questions that we got for the last one. I can't find them. Sorry. Uh, oh, God. Uh, no question. Uh, uh, James asks, no question. I just want more crud and his famous nutbuster. Um, that is in oh, reference yeah, where's to... the crud? <laughs> so I, that is in reference to the fact that I've been streaming a lot of the Tony Hawk Pro Skater games, um, and I developed a character that looked very much like... Um, I designed him with the, the philosophy of, okay, what if Steven Seagal went to Burning Man? Uh, and uh, it came out, we had a great Steven came, Seagal joke last podcast, I just remembered. <laughs> what was it? I can't remember. No, the magic is gone. <laughs> <laughs> That's her, it fucking killed me. I'm trying to remember. If, I can't remember. I can't remember. <laughs> But it, but it, it, like the the result of this was a character called Crud who ended up looking like a kind of Technicolor Fred Durst, um, and it was <laughs> As all the best custom skaters in Tony Hawk games end up looking it, exactly you know and it was uh, it's been a lot of fun um, so you know keep an eye out I'll probably be stre- so I've I've streamed uh, Tony Hawk three was that Eric just stole Eric just stole the tape and then yes exactly yeah, like yeah, what the yeah, fuck you can't just, yeah, how was this gonna end. Well, so so we so we started with Tony Hawk three, um, and we're getting in. We got into Crud's backstory in Tony Hawk Underground one. Uh, we still finished Tony Hawk Underground one. Uh, so, like you say, Eric has just stolen the tape. Er- Eric's just stolen Crud's Eric. McTwist. Eric, what what the hell? Um, but uh, 
we'll get into that and then we'll do Tony Hawk Underground 2 and then we'll do the other pro skater games um and uh yeah so that's that's been that's been a fun thing to do uh Dennis asks I had a real question but I forgot it so instead can you both make a serious effort to answer the next question with using each other's respective accents thanks uh no um (laughs) no Uh, let's let's. Uh, I'll use your accent, though you freaking Dumbo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was good. Uh, we have um, ACG uh, who ACG is a is a really great uh, review channel. If you haven't, uh, I mean, you probably you probably know ACG if you're into kind of video game reviews and stuff on YouTube, um, but. Uh, Jeremy asks, uh, best memory so far since starting all this? Uh, <laughs> Shit. I mean, uh, I, I would probably say, like, something to do with, like, going to E3 or something like that. E3 was a blast. Like, it was, it was, it was uh, kicked the crud out of us, I think, physically, actually. Yes. But it was, like, uh, it's legitimately dope. It was, uh, it was, like, a bit of wish fulfillment there. I was always just, you know, like, we've mentioned this hundreds of times. I think we both... I always just wanted to be in there since we were like, like as a little kid, just walk around that floor. That was cool. Yeah. But like, um, man, I was just talking to someone about this the other day, the fucking devolver block party, man. <laughs> like nothing beats that. Like the, the, that shit was dope. Like that, that was I, like, we both were like, I unironically don't want to do anything else. Anything. Can we just stay here? Like, there's free beer, free taco truck food, <laughs> vegan and non-vegan. And there's all these amazing air conditioned trailers full of games that aren't out yet and uh all these rad like home, like hand-built fucking uh kiosks or uh cabinets yeah. for all these devolver games that was cool um did, 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 are, we we fucking like broke one of them or something we might have uh we didn't like we didn't physically break it but we did we hit like a button combination on one of them that like restarted the cabinet and made it pop up to like a blue <laughs> windows it wasn't the blue screen but it was like yeah, a yeah, blue windows screen that was like well, what do you want to do and we walked away because we were scared <laughs> Well, because because we were at that point where we were kind of getting tipsy off the free beer, and we yeah. had just met Jason A. Striker from Giant he was Bomb. So damn tall, like he's, I'm he, fucking like, tall, and yeah. he was taller than me by like a head. It well, was crazy. The, the, th- the thing is, like in, in in that Devolver booth, you saw a lot of like the kind of journals and stuff like that, or like so you saw like I mean you know there was like Patrick Gill there from Polygon there was like a bunch of other people like that there was also Ben Pack every single person at Polygon uh not at that block party but at E3 they were everywhere like it was hard not to bump into them we were we were were chilling right next to them while we were uh editing footage in (laughs) that little office yeah yeah exactly the goofy press office that's just like I don't even know how you explain that room it's just like fucking war room (laughs) yeah it kind of looks like how newspapers Look in old movies when like something crazy happens in the world, there's just shit to people running around with papers, freaking out about deadlines that they have to get done in five seconds. Yeah. Well, I, I, I well, the thing is, we were there because you, you were like transferring footage from your camera to your laptop, and I was like writing up notes about the things That's we were fair. seeing and stuff. But like the, the, the pressure that it looked like everyone else was under, like that, I, I got, I got pretty like no bad. fun for them. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I mean, like, that was a weird thing where it was, like, I kind of felt, like, pretty bad imposter syndrome from that, where I was, like, man, these are, like, you know, these people are journalists for websites and stuff, and it was, like, oh, you know, like, we, I, I saw um, the person that, you know, 
almost drove me out of games writing because I wrote an article for the website and their their um their editing tips were like so fucking harsh that it was like, man, I don't know if I want to do this anymore. Oh, um, yeah. I remember, like I uh yeah, and it was like so it it was like a weird experience like that, but it was also just like I mean, that whole thing was so surreal like it, it, i mean it's weird to think like that was almost three years ago now like that feels like like no time at all <laughs> like yeah um, no, i always go last summer when i thought yeah, about E3 yeah. and i realized i believe that was 2017 or yeah, something yeah 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 <laughs> but but yeah. but like you say i remember doing that fucking podcast on on like day three or whatever like afterwards and we were just we were on the verge of like passing out <laughs> like we were so also fucking drunk as hell yeah <laughs> We, we we drank a lot. It was uh, um, I don't know. I, for some reason, anytime you're here, I'm always prompted to buy the worst type of alcohol, like <laughs> like Mad Dog or something like that. Yeah, like, why, yeah. Did, why did we get watermelon MD twenty twenty? Oh man, no, 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 that like that that is you know, I I'd, I'd say in terms of like the 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 best time for doing all this, like that was easily it for me like i i feel like anytime we've like hung out for 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 this like i i i feel is like the the best time that i the the best like memories that i've had doing this whole channel thing like it's all been that um either that or like going to gamescom with my girlfriend or whatever like that stuff's been um like really cool um but you know it's it's like going to new places and seeing new things and stuff like that's that, that stuff uh like you know th- th- those are the things that kind of create the best memories and stuff even if it's like born of especially that first e3 where it was like i i just applied on a fucking whim and they got back like hey yeah uh, here's your press pass and it was like oh shit i need the I- other one where they replied and were like yeah but uh you can only bring one beer. You-, you can only just <laughs> one of only you can get you. in <laughs> Well, nope. <laughs> well, so that that was so it was um in 2018 we got rejected because they upped the the subscriber requirement for YouTubers um and at that point I was just on the verge of getting there but like um but but you know we we just decided that okay I'll still come out there anyway and you know we'll we'll have a fun time or whatever we just you find out you don't actually have to be at E three to cover E three exactly any remote way shape or form. Yeah, actually. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it, it, yeah, it really doesn't matter. Then the next, we also still got to go to the PC gaming show. So that was cool. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we got to see the Yakuza thing yeah. like five seconds before everybody else in the world. <laughs> that was we, some exciting shit. And we got to see that fucking goose <laughs> costume guy. That's true. The guy. What the fuck was that guy? Drake's cake? I think it was like yeah, the Drake's yeah, yeah. cake duck. I didn't know Drake's had a mascot, but apparently it's a duck who makes the cakes. I okay. And then it was... I was just looking at that picture. The other, I'm not sure what, why, but I was looking at it and going, like, hey, that was a good time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then after that PC gaming show, we got a free Drake's cake. And uh, it, I couldn't tell you one thing about it. No, no, no. Um, I don't think I liked it. Sorry, uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Better luck next time. Um, <laughs> then, uh, then not tw- our sponsor. Then, <laughs> then 2019 came around, and I think at that point it was like I, that. That so 2019 was the year that technically I met the subscriber requirements, but 
that was the year where they said like oh yeah only one of you can go and i was like well it kind of doesn't really make sense for one of us to go so it's just like no and then it turned out to be a blessing in disguise because that was the year that everyone's fucking personal info got leaked so it was like yeah, what a fucking sweet like bullet to touch right <laughs> it was like like e3 pushing themselves as like oh you're not you're not you're not important enough for us and then it's like okay e3 just who's important now motherfucker <laughs> E3 just completely declined. Right, time and, to come clean. That was us. We did that. Yeah. An act of revenge. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I don't know how to do that. It's a joke. Yeah, it's I, I a, literally it's, wouldn't know. One hundred percent a joke. <laughs> it's a joke. Come on. The fact that we have to clarify that is fucking wild. <laughs> um, it's, you know how it is these days. <laughs> uh, but yeah, um, Jeremy. Yeah, so that, that was that was like a really good memory. That was like you know we got to hang out with Mitch and Mark and stuff and. Uh, uh you know a lot of other people and stuff that was that was that 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 stuff is the like the highlight of starting the channel for me is is all that stuff and it was also like 2017 specifically the 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 you know the fact that it took so much work to get there and it was like this constant thing of like i don't even know if this is going to work like i had to fly i had to like go down to london to do an interview to get the visa to go to america and cover this thing and i was just like man i'm just like chancing every single fucking part of this like who fucking knows like what the fuck's going to happen and then it just ended up working like yeah that, 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 that stuff like is easily like the highlight of doing all this for me so yeah um jeremy also asks uh game you wish you had turned out awesome but you disliked in the last year uh I mean, you know, the the most disappointing category in uh, in the Writing on Gamescast Game of the Year awards. Uh, I guess it's probably going to be Youngblood or John Wick Hex for me. <laughs> oh, Youngblood for sure. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Just because I accidentally came up with the concept for that game without realizing it and got myself stoked on it for like a year and a half and then it became real and then I even got more stoked and then I was like, yeah, and then I played it and the hour went like in the span of that 60 minutes the fucking depressing 180 my mood took yeah yeah it's like fuck because um as as mark b always reminds me like he he's he's always talking about how much i hate mafia 3 but see i i don't have the love of the mafia series like you did see mafia 3 was a betrayal for you i just think mafia 3 is a terrible video game like i have no history so i i like Mark always assumes that Mafia Three would be like my go-to answer for stuff like this. No, it is Wolfenstein Youngblood because I was jazzed on Wolfenstein after two. Like I was ready, and I was like, Three is going to be the shit. Those twins are going to be it. We know this. Like, come on, yeah. And then, oh, yeah, yeah. Just, what have you done to my son? Just, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's something weird about this. I don't know. Yeah, that game was a prime baby that someone. I don't know. Some, someone got to it and turned it into a monster baby by the time it got out the door. I, I, yeah. Sorry. I mean, I, I've, uh, yeah, it's, it's a similar kind of thing with John Wick Hex where it's like, man, you got, you, you absolutely nailed everything about this character in mechanical form and it also completely fucking sucks to play. Like, I, I do not want to I'm go back to I'm retroactively insulted by that game. I didn't even play it, but from what you've said and now that I've seen all three of them and I love that series, yeah. like, I'm like, man, that... Uh, the movie's a great video game. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. How can you not just copy-paste the 
the bullshit of the movie is making video game shit. You know, like, like it, it's those scenes are like levels. There you go. You've got your levels. You got the auto shop and that one. You got the fucking mirror. Like, come on. You got all these cool places. Exactly. Yeah. It, it's been done for you. Just like for tie-ins, you don't have to do a lot more than just like do a nice recreation of the thing. Do like a non-canon little. It's like I don't know. Instead, they made bad XCOM or whatever the fuck. That, yeah. yeah. Insurance. I don't even know. Yeah. <laughs> Not XCOM, but sort of XCOM, but also insurance commercials, the game. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, yeah. Damn, this just makes me sad. Like, they're, they're, so in another cooler universe, there's no coronavirus, and there's also a better John Wick game. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, David Bjork asks, uh, where did Nico get Dory from? Also, was she born <laughs> deaf since she's a white cat the world needs to know? I got her from hell. <laughs> no, uh, I got her from the Lang Foundation. Uh, adopted her. She's 10 when we got her. I think she's 11 now-ish. Um, she was born deaf. And yeah, it's because apparently what white cats have a chance to be deaf. And also, according to the Lang Foundation, um, she has two different colored eyes. And that also can up your chances of being born deaf. Ah. I guess so. She's all white and has the, the Bowie eyes. And uh, yeah, yeah. she's great. He's asleep in a box, literally a foot away from me right now. I have a little, I just have like an old Amazon box and uh, she fucking loves it. <laughs> That's why you don't hear from her. Uh, you haven't heard from her as much in this cast. You I, you actually probably did hear a squawk too, like an hour or two ago. Yeah. But she, ever since uh, the box got involved, she's uh, she's zenned out. Nice. I think it's for the better. <laughs> I'm just giving her a pet. <laughs> uh... Yeah, I, I I don't think I've met Dory. Um, no, we got her. Uh, that, yeah, you wouldn't. That, yeah, you yeah, haven't that, been here that, since. Yeah, that was that was that was we a while. We got her yeah. in May, right after I got back from Cuba. We got her basically. Yes. Yeah. 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 Uh, okay. She's a, she's a pain. She wakes us up at about six a.m. every day. Sometimes even five a.m. every day, screaming because she's so, <laughs> she's very loud <laughs> because you know. <laughs> On account of the not hearing thing, but, <laughs> uh, but you know, you get used to it. Yeah, yeah. Um. Okay. Oh wait, because we. I, I just remember we still got to do bitbusters. Oh shit. Okay. Um. I may have broke the rule I set for myself at the beginning. Of this. <laughs> Look, there's a virus, man. <laughs> bitbusters is not a solid foundation. It's something that can get affected by these things. Exactly. So, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna say maybe. We're doing the we're doing the bit but <laughs> That's me flipping through a book to find them because I have pages. Yeah, this this is this is like how you know you know how like late night talk shows have adapted to the coronavirus by making really terrible YouTube videos instead of doing the uh you know the live studio audience thing. This is what's happening with <laughs> Bitbusters now. <laughs> I'm trying, I might only have two, and I'm trying <laughs> desperately to yank a third one out of my ass, and I'm, like, scrolling like a madman through, like, every uh, Steam game I own, just looking at names. Uh, uh, wow, you ever realize that the guy on the cover of Emergency 3 looks like Steve Coogan? Okay. Um, <laughs> really weird. Can't unsee that. Um, uh, go, go, go with the right, two. Let's just do two. This let's let's a, do two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, what, what, what's, what's up for grabs this time? Um, <laughs> shit, did I give away Tokyo Drift last time? I, I think, I think you, I think or did you I did. give away too fast? I, I think, <laughs> I, I think you're, I think you gave away Tokyo Drift. 
Okay. Let, let's, this let, is for let's Fast do... and Furious, the fourth one. <laughs> Not to be confused with The Fast and the Furious or Fast and Furious. Six. <laughs> oh. Okay. We've hyped this All up. Right, you're so... you're, you're going to want this fucking film. This is where the series yeah, gets I mean, good. I, I mean, you just sat through like a lot of, of um, F... FF talk and uh, <laughs> and not the FF talk you were expecting when you probably turned on this podcast. Exactly. But a different kind of FF. Um, <laughs> all right. So one of these is a franchise. One of these is a game because fuck the rules I set for myself. Okay. Um, this first one is a franchise. So it's not a there are games under the umbrella of this. It's not going to be a game. It's going to be the franchise for this one. Okay. You, these may be fish in a barrel for you people. I, I think because some of you are grizzled veterans of this bullshit. And I'm I'm actually surprised at how you got some of these. Some of you get like three out of three every time and it's fucking bonkers. <laughs> I don't know what that says about you or me or anybody involved in this bullshit. Something, we're all sick. Okay. Sure. First one. <laughs> Dude, this is so dumb. Bitbuster. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> Bitbuster. Okay. Woo! That old fella is speeding by those Facebook posts. I doubt he's reading anything. That's ES. <laughs> that old fella is speeding by those Facebook posts. I, I doubt he's reading anything at all. Oh, God. Ugh, I'm trying yes. to think. So is, is, is it, this is a franchise. That's a fran- game, game franchise. All okay. Right, moving on. To the one that's just a game. <laughs> all right. That letter is the perfect size. Not too tall, not too short. F. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that letter is the perfect size. Not too tall, not too short. F. And remember, every word matters in this clue. Or some done at all. Some of them I ramble a bit too much on. And there's only like like a sentence that works and the rest is fucking fluff. <laughs> oh, man. Oh God! Well, yeah, that's that's your bitbusters. Only two this this week. Uh, email them to Nico at writingongames.co.uk or just I don't know. Post a tweet or something. Next DM time. me on Twitter. Or <laughs> find me on Discord. I'm fucking. <laughs> oh man. Uh, yeah. Uh, also, we have uh, the big time Tommy minute that we didn't actually do in the last episode. I don't think. Um, so. Oh wait, I remember the Steven Seagal. Is, is, uh, uh, what oh, was oh, it? Wait, wait, wait. What was it? <laughs> Hold on, I gotta, I gotta remember how to do the voice. I don't know who's more full of hot air, General. That Burning Man or you? <laughs> Alright, there we go. That was the joke. It was, it was funny. It was funny. It was funny. It was funny. The original time we did it, but just imagine that scene in the movie. It seems to call Burning Man. <laughs> so what the fuck are we talking about? All right, big time Tommy. Right here's the big time big Tommy. B- right. BTT. Right, he, he's po- the last post he made on Instagram was May 9th and it's uh, rise and shine Saturday morning vibes. Hashtag music is happiness. Hashtag music is healing. You know all, all the big time Tommy hashtags. That's gonna be freestyle music. Up Instagram, it's big time. He's shouting so loudly. Can you feel the summer's coming? Can you feel it, baby? We got the sun out. We got the freestyle music blasting. It ain't nothing but an old little thing. Woo! George Lamont, look into my eyes. 
I've never heard him yelp like this. Like, he, he's, he's, play, he's, he's playing the music louder and louder every time. He's trying to drown out coronavirus. Um... <laughs> But, uh, Big time, Tommy. You shouldn't be outside in the sun. It's you were supposed to be in lockdown. To, to be fair, he's he's in his car, which oh, that's fine. I, I guess he lives in his car now, or I, I don't know. I, I, he, what? He, no, no. Yeah, I, I have no idea where. What? I was gonna say, like, what happened? <laughs> he has a wife. He has, or no, I guess he lives with his mom. What happened to his mom? I, I, I have no idea. I'm, I, 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 yeah, exactly. Car fellas, we <laughs> unveiled that he he does indeed live with his mother still. Um, but uh, not in that sad way, like the Italian uh, way. Yeah, 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 yeah. For <laughs> for sure, it's like he, like he he is like full like I am living with my mother no matter what. <laughs> it's like it's big time Tommy with my big time mom. That's what he's, <laughs> that's what he's, that's what oh man. Oh. Well, I mean, with that, I guess that's, like, we're, we're, we we spent so fucking, like, I feel like we spent, like, maybe half an hour talking about video games this podcast. Um, but weirdly, like, this has been a really good, fun fucking podcast. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, anything else you want to add, Nico? Like, anything you want to talk about, or? Oh, rest in peace, Fred Willard. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Really good comedian, really good funny actor who died. He's he was pretty old. I think he was really sick, but uh, I really liked that guy. Yeah, for, that, 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 <laughs> like, that 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 was a genuine yeah. bummer to 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 hear about. Um, yeah, rest he was in never peace. like the lead. He's one of those guys. He's never the lead in anything really, but anything he popped up in, he legitimately would like steal the entire fucking thing. He was like he yeah. master of ad living, like really incredible ad living, goofy. He played the best clueless asshole I, like, like that that's the best way to describe that guy yes. like yeah yeah just like a i don't know watch some look up fred willard and watch some movies he was in you'll fucking love him. yeah yeah um, oh and i got videos <laughs> <laughs> you just anticipated that oh, yeah i knew what i was getting to i knew where i was getting to i i might i mean i, I mean I've, i mean i played a lot of oblivion you think i haven't been recording some of that shit I got, I got some, this is a it's a weird time exactly yeah all this if there's ever a time for Nico to come out with some fucking videos, this would be it. Always writing, never releasing. That's, <laughs> that's, the code. that's my that's my mantra. We're, we're we're both just we're both just writing music at the moment. That's where we're, that's where our minds are at. Yeah, actually, I, I I've been getting the guilt recently when I don't do it enough. So I've been like forcing, not forcing myself, but like trying to give myself a goal of like like a doing a song a day, not like you know finishing, but like yeah. laying down the. The, the groundwork, the the skeleton, as I like to call it. For sure. Yeah. Aye. Um, but yeah. Uh, aye, I guess with that, um, hopefully, like, fingers fucking crossed, this episode will actually have fully recorded and will be fine. Um, but yeah, this, this has been, this has been fun. Um, uh, you know, I know, like, like hopefully now that we have like this episode in the bag like should be slightly easier now that we're all settled in and stuff to actually do some stuff more regularly like like i say i've been streaming um i've been putting out more videos and stuff uh got another one coming up on tony hawk and uh you know the the skate the skating genre and all that um, oh how do you feel about that remake uh yeah uh, i I am cautiously optimistic because 
This is not the first fucking remaster of Tony Hawk's one and two we have seen. Um, yeah. Uh, but you know, well, I, I say cautiously optimistic. I'm uh, like I, having seen the footage running. Like I've seen like direct comparisons between Tony Hawk HD and footage of this new remaster and. This new remaster looks a lot better. Um, so I, I you I'm, know, yeah. I'm just worried about the soundtrack. Like they said, some <laughs> of the soundtrack is coming back, and I'm like, all right. Well, this is, the idea. I, I just want unsane again. The, the, the unsane. Sure, song. yeah, but but like the idea of a soundtrack in a game like this, when you can just fucking alt tab out and open Spotify and play whatever the fuck you want. Like, I no, do- it's not the same. I need the wheel sounds. <laughs> yeah, the, the, the sound of wheels rolling and the fucking unsane is, is iconic. You need both. Or the fucking, yeah. Or like, you know, a lot of unsane. The fucking Jerry was a race car driver or whatever the fuck. Um, <laughs> can they play, I hope there's a mode to, to put it on N64 mode where you only get 20 <laughs> second loops so it's like, an hour. you don't even get to the good part of Jerry was a race car driver where it goes you like, never get to the vocals that's the funniest part about that <laughs> yeah. one is like there's whole vocal tracks like whole verses and everything and Jerry was a race car driver like the, the good part of Jerry was a race car driver is the bit where it goes like really fucking heavy like out of nowhere yep. and it's just like said you get the that weird bad guitar solo. Uh, I liked Primus when I was younger, but ever since I when I got older and got into Minutemen, and I realized yeah. there's a lot of uh, mysterious uh, crossover. I don't want to say full on stealing, but there are some parts that the Minutemen did like a clean fifteen years before yeah. Primus did, and I'm like, hey, that's D Boone. It's not you. Primus. Primus are a band that like there there are bits of it where I'm like, I should like this, and then it's just. You have what's it Les Claypool being goofy as fuck over the top of it, and I'm like, okay, this 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 band would be a lot better if Les Claypool wasn't your fucking front man. Um Yeah, he needs to he should be uh the West Borland of the band. Like you need to paint him funny and have him never fucking talk. <laughs> that is the perfect way to sum up Primus. <laughs> yeah, like, like just like it, it's a band full of all those guys who shouldn't be talking. Uh, in it, other bands, but they're talking. Yes, they they are they are talking very fucking loudly. Um, yeah, God, Les Claypool just looks like a ding dong every time I see a picture of him. He's like <sighs> a fucking steampunk annoying man. <laughs> Hello, would you like a cup of tea? Oh, I'm a penguin. Yeah. Like, just, God, get out of here, random guy. Oh. So random. Ooh, what if I wore a monkey mask? Ooh. <laughs> That you're is, the Doug Walker of good bass players. Oh my fuck, Nico! You're like knocking out of the park of descriptions of fucking Primus. Primus is the fucking Doug Walker of prog metal bands. What if Doug Doug Walker was like the same personality, but he was like a really good bass player, but he was still kind of just the most annoying person ever? <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, I gotta knock this man's bass skill. It's it's very good, it's, <laughs> but also like he plays like he is. <laughs> <laughs> oh god oh. hey I always forget that they do the South Park theme song yeah they did I, I, I yeah. that's a South that's a Primus song <laughs> <laughs> oh man sounds like a cow and a banjo became the same instrument it's not like a, it's, it's weird to like describe their tone it just sounds like a barnyard getting I don't even know like caught in a tornado yeah or... exactly or like well it sounds like it sounds like a cow tripping up in a barnyard yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh man just, I don't know. Well, just 
Listen to the song Tommy the Cat by Primus, then listen to the Minutemen song Maybe Partying Will Help. And yeah, you tell yeah, me yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. That shit is not completely Exactly. Like, it, it, it rubs me, it like bugs me. Like, it really bugs me. <laughs> it should have been uh, Minutemen. They should have been famous. Even shouldn't have died. Yep, yep, God yep. Now, True. Now I'm sad about Minutemen. It's uh, the greatest band that never got off the ground the way they should have. Yes, exactly. Um, and on, on that uh, great note, um, I'm going to say that this has been the Writing on Games cast, episode 115, part B, 115.0, you, you cannot guys redo. ending B. Good job. Maybe exactly. next time you'll get the real ending. Yeah, Yoko Taro d- d- directed this episode of the podcast. Um, yeah. So the next episode will be the one where it deletes all the podcast episodes from here on out. <laughs> will you delete... <laughs> Will you delete your pod, this podcast so that the listening experience is smoother for the next person behind you? <laughs> the person gets a five-minute, very concise explanation of the video games of the week. <laughs> yeah. oh, the actual, like, yeah. <laughs> We're onto something there. Exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hi, this Did is... you know if you uh, make Hamish or Nico self-destruct, you can see them in their underwear? <laughs> everyone wants to see that um but uh yeah uh so i with that uh i hope you're all i hope you're all doing all right we're like i'm I'm trying uh, you know we're 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 trying our best to get the podcast like regular and you know i'm trying to do the regular content thing you can get if you you know i know times are really fucking tough right now but if you want to support the show you can by going to anchor.fm.com slash writing on games wait no no anchor.fm slash writing on games cast uh or patreon.com slash writing on games i never remember it either i never yeah exactly i I have to like look it up every time i send someone the link because (laughs) i I, what i usually do is i have to go to the anchor site then i have to click on our homepage and then just i just send them the url because i always forget what the fuck it is (laughs) <laughs> oh, I think it's uh hold on. It's, yeah, writing on Gamescast one word. That's that's what you put after anchor. <laughs> <laughs> Making it way more complex than it should be. Anchor.fm slash writing on gamescast. Uh yeah, thank you to uh the people that are supporting us at the moment and uh yeah, um we hope to be back uh as, as as soon as next week um but yeah just hope you're all doing okay hanging in there uh you know you're 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 doing great uh just keep it up and we'll hopefully be past a lot of this uh in the you know uh weeks and months to come and yeah uh stay inside when when possible wash your hands stay socially distant all that good stuff uh and uh yeah i guess with that this has been the Writing on Games cast, episode 115. I'm Hamish Black. That's been Nico Blakely. And yeah, I guess we'll see you next time. Goodbye. Smell you later.